I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. This one's for you tonight. Okay, let's get started. Hi guys, I'm Amy Scarlotta. And my name is Riley Hamilton. And this, this is Turtle, Turtle Time. We did it. Uh, happy Thursday or Friday to our turtles. How are you doing? Yes, I'm doing good and I hope our <laughs> listeners are doing good. It's May the 4th when we're recording. Oh yeah, I didn't even think about that. You didn't see any May uh, the 4th be with you I haven't stuff? been really on the memes this morning. Have yeah. you seen any good ones? <laughs> <laughs> um, not, not really. Andy Cohen wished everyone a May the 4th be with you, which I thought, I didn't okay. know he was like a Star Wars fan. Okay. Um, Child of the 70s. Yeah. I thought that was kind of nice, but no, I haven't been into any Star Wars related news today. No, I didn't even see a few days ago. I didn't see any, it's gonna be May. Oh memes. yeah. Yeah. What's going on? We were like finished. I think people those. are tired of May. <laughs> But it is nice that the Star Wars holiday like sort of exists. Like people honor Star Wars on May the fourth. Sure. What's your relationship to Star Wars? <laughs> I was really into it as a child. You know, I went and saw the original movies in '97 when they re-released oh, them, me too. and I got really into it. Um, and was disappointed with the prequels, like everyone else. Like yes. even when I was like, you know, how old was I then? Nine years old. I was like. That movie sucked. Like, I was like, boo. So you didn't like <laughs> Phantom Menace when no. you saw it, even at a young age. Yeah. When you're supposed to I don't to think like I it. was just buying into the hype. I think I, like, actually was, like, kind of let down by it. And then did you watch the rest of the prequels, or you're so disappointed? I did. I think I just, like, I used to participate in, like, midnight movie culture, like, in, like, high school and through my 20s. Like, I would just see, like, any big movie that came out at midnight for the fanfare. Yes. So I saw... A couple of them, I think, at midnight for fun. And then none from the Disney era? I've seen those as well. They're fine. Whatever. I just don't care anymore. I'm so, like, jaded. I don't know. Are you into it? Yes. You love? Mm. I yes. didn't know. No, I'm a, I'm a huge Star Wars fan. One of the biggest. When Force Awakens came out, we saw it at a midnight. 
uh, the man's Chinese theater. Yeah. We went nuts. I mean, we were a part of it. And I loved Force Awakens. I didn't love Last Jedi. I know that's very controversial, but okay. <laughs> I didn't love the second <laughs> entry in the Disney Star Wars universe. And then... Is that I, the Ryan Johnson one? Yes. Okay. And then the third one was a stinker only because they just couldn't get this trilogy to work. Anyway, my <laughs> my feelings on Star Wars are complicated. I didn't know you were a huge fan. Yeah, I'm a huge Star Wars fan. So if any little turtles want to talk to me about Star Wars, that's another avenue that I would love to explore with you all. Okay. Um, um, I did see, I think maybe, I can't, the thing is I can't keep the new ones straight. Uh, what was the, I don't know, the one with... Was it the first one with Adam Driver? Yes, uh, that I was Force Awakens. I saw at um, the El Capitan, oh. and they had the organist play before, that's the and Disney. that was fun. Oh, yeah. that's very yeah. fun. Oh, yeah. Adam Driver is, like, the best part of those films, the best thing they ever did, the best casting. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. We have to get you – have you been to the Disneyland, the – no, no Star one will Wars let me. World? No one will let me go yet. Oh I don't. God. I don't have it in me to like, because isn't it so busy and packed for the rest of all time? Um. Yeah, I've been a couple times. I've been. Tw- no, I'm such a loser. I've been three times. Really, to the to Star this, Wars world? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, you tell me your your hookup and how you do it, because I would love to go. Uh, I always thought when it first opened, I was like, "Yeah, you'll never be able to go for all of the rest of time." Um. But um, if you game it right, um, you can do it. And it just sucks because now you have to pay for Fast Pass. They call it like the genie. They're like nickel and diming you at every corner. Oh. So um, it does suck um, in I, that regard. I but hate waiting in lines. That's a yeah. huge flaw in my character. I don't I mean, want to wait in line no, for anything. I hate that. Um, so yeah, the Fast Pass is like necessary, but you have to pay extra for it. So by the time you're like getting a park hopper ticket, it's like... 250 bucks or whatever so it is a splurge um but the um rise no what's it called rise of the resistance i yes. think their ride is called it's dope oh it is you will love it oh man okay <laughs> i want to go so bad so someday i will go yeah and we we'll have talk to get about our it. business off the ground and then maybe we can celebrate a specific milestone yeah and make Disney. it somehow bravo related in some way hopefully yeah, i mean uh Jackson and Brittany are always there. That's true. Yeah, maybe we can go <laughs> when the other cast members are there. <laughs> they were, the day I was there, like, a, I don't know, a month or two ago, um, Brittany and Lala were posting pictures from Disneyland while I was there. And I got very excited and thought maybe I could find them, but then I figured out I think they were later gramming. Oh, okay. All right, that but sounds like them. So they weren't <laughs> actually there at the time. I don't think so. Oh. But I've s- one time I did see Chris Jenner at Disneyland and I got really excited. What was she doing? <laughs> she was enjoying the park. She it was during her the era she was wearing the uh Pablo 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 merch. Oh, full life of Pablo vibes. Yes. Wow. And like Yeezys and so that's how I like confirmed it was her. They loved the Kanye West <laughs> uh like outfit era. He kind yeah. of revolutionized their wardrobe. Yeah. I don't know sure. that. I, I'm only a you know, I'm a I was a Kanye fan more than a Kardashians fan and I but I like that he they all like loved him for a second they had a kanye oh, era yeah. he definitely like gave kim a full makeover <laughs> like it's literally on the show he's like he throws out like all of her clothes and like restyles her was it um was it good that he did that <laughs> were her clothes pretty bad before i mean she was definitely tacky um <laughs> but that was kind of like what more do you want from kim kardashian but yeah he definitely like ushered her into her fashion era and now she's like the queen of the met 
gala where before she like wasn't invited and like you know she's basically made her way into being like best friends with every like couture designer which for a long time I was resistant to because I was like she doesn't belong and now I'm like who cares I guess yeah that's a good yeah who cares (laughs) I don't care about Star Wars I don't care about Kim at the Met Gala I don't care did you like what she wore this year to the Met Gala I only saw one photo of it I didn't really understand it it was fine I don't think it was like her best effort I was kind of confused whatever it's a long story but the theme was (laughs) Carl Lagerfeld so I didn't really see how hers really related back to that but um okay yeah okay uh I don't know. There wasn't. Yeah. Jared Leto was in a um, (laughs) big, big cat outfit I saw, which seems like he was, you know, trying to be a little memeable, I I would say. Yeah. If it wasn't him, I would have enjoyed that. Uh, He is a little much for me. But yeah, um, Karl Lagerfeld had a cat that he like left his fortune to named Choupette. Really? And so that's who he was. All of his fortune? (laughs) I have to look into that. He left... I think like his like lover owns the cat, and so then maybe it was like them combined. I'm not sure. Is the cat still alive? Yeah. (laughs) What's it doing? (laughs) Chilling. (laughs) Doesn't have to work again a day in its life. I don't know. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, I had no clue any of this happened, so that was kind of a fun update for me to hear that. That's interesting. Yeah, I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna get my cat like multiple organ replacement surgeries so that she can live forever and then I'll leave all of my cash to her that is so sweet okay good (laughs) I also wanted to say just quickly that when our little turtles are listening to this it's Cinco de Mayo oh yeah that's fun did you think about that at all no uh I definitely will have to track down a margarita. Yeah, I was thinking, well, we're recording tomorrow, and I was going to get those Trader Jose lights. Oh, maybe yeah. we could sip a couple of those and have a little bit of fun. And, yeah. Um, yeah, so I hope when you're listening to this, you have total Cinco de Mayo vibes. You're loving life, like yeah. Amy and I. Yeah, we'll have to bring up our energy on this episode so that they can listen and be, f- like, hopefully none of our little turtles are wearing sombreros that shouldn't be wearing them. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Yeah, I stopped wearing sombreros completely. <laughs> when I went to that all-inclusive resort uh, that reminded me of the Sheena's Wedding Resort, there were a lot of gringos in uh, sombreros in the pool. And I was like, I thought we've moved past this as a society. I forget what sombreros um, look like. <laughs> They're Do like you... it's straw hats <laughs> with like a pointy top. So they have the full <laughs> rounded top, right? Yeah. <laughs> what are you imagining? I, I, I just... When you said sombrero, I'm like, I know that's a hat type. I know I don't wear those ever anymore in my life. But I now I've, I'm so removed from sombreros that I don't even remember what they look like. But now I sort of get an image. Do they have a band, a colorful band? Sometimes. Okay. <laughs> well, happy Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> maybe a little pom-pom yeah. dangling. Okay. Well, that's but, amazing. Yeah. So, um, all right. Well, the first thing, well, I want to touch on the fact that people have seen maybe on tiktok that you have officially caught up on summer house yes yeah uh do you want me to just share a quick you know summer house minute update yeah so i raced through summer house and it's honestly i've heard it's a guinness book of world records (laughs) record i'm the fastest person who's ever watched summer house i started it three weeks ago (laughs) or maybe four weeks ago i watched all seven seasons and two seasons of winter house in i think three weeks 
So I know everything in the world about Summer House. I lived seven years with them in yeah. three weeks. That's Isn't that kind of shocking? <laughs> yeah, I was talking to Jimmy about it, and he was like, what the hell? He was like, he watched it so fast. He must have just been watching TV for 24 hours a day. And I was like, I see no problem with this. <laughs> like, that's how I watch TV. Like, yeah, what? I was also <laughs> I was also sick. Yeah. In case you do think that was insane, like too much of a TV yeah. watching experience. I was a little sick. I mean, I watched like all of the Sopranos in like a month and a half. Well, and I was for in, your like, first time? No, uh, during COVID. Oh, good. Wait, was that, was that your second time? Yeah, I don't think I had watched it since it was like on. It's yeah. a great show to binge. Yeah, I mean one of the but most. But like, I was in like a dark place by the end. Like, yeah. it's f- like highly bingeable because you want to watch another one because it's really good, but it's also like depressing. Tony's um, uh, what's it? What's it called again? His uh, sociopathy. He he yeah. becomes a darker, darker uh, person as <laughs> the series goes on to the yeah. point where I mean, no, I'm not going to spoil Sopranos for you all, <laughs> but yeah, it is. I can imagine that because it's a it's a it's a slow descent when you're watching it week by week, but binging that it gets yeah much darker yeah it's sad a lot of death anyway oh oh oh, right so (laughs) summer house the opposite of sopranos in some ways in terms of a summer fun vibe but yeah i i loved summer house the whole way through yeah and because i watched it so quickly you can't even focus on like bad episodes because you're just like binging through it yeah um and i guess my big takeaways i'm so interested in the Carl and Lindsay dynamic yeah because I saw little peaks of their you know sexual chemistry and them liking each other I know Lindsay has liked Carl for a really long time and I think he wasn't like hey Carlito (laughs) that was a really really good (laughs) Lindsay impression I love that (laughs) yeah she's been calling him Carlito since since the second season she's been waiting in the wings for him to be broken down enough to date her I I think you're right that is that is like um, I'm not like I don't I don't want to go that far because I'm not sure about Lindsay enough to say that but you've been watching you've sat with it a lot longer but yeah there does seem like she's been waiting for Carl for this moment um, Carl has been on a journey yeah. one of the strongest arcs of any like Bravo figure where he starts out like a party animal very drunk blackout mean drunk he's like yeah. the opposite of Kyle where he's like kind of a mean drunk yeah. he has this the whole first two seasons are like about Carl and his relationships and how he's like messing with all of the girls heads, you know, yeah. his, his fuck boy era. Yes, call it. exactly. And then Kyle has a little bit of that. And then yeah, to see Carl and Lindsay now like end up with each other. I think we've talked about this a little bit, but I'm just, I'm not fully seeing this love and I wasn't, and I wasn't shipping them the whole yeah. time, you know? So, so when, when they come together, I'm just as confused as like, Kyle and Amanda and Danielle a little yeah. bit do you feel that way yeah no I mean it's like I feel like the entire internet whenever you like look it up and like you got some of these comments on your take um but people are just like <clears throat> it I'm scared that Danielle's just gonna get bashed so hard online for not being happy for them being engaged but I'm like I don't understand what people aren't seeing about the vibe being off. Yes. Like people are just taking it at face value. They're like, they seem in love. They seem happy. What's the problem? And I'm like, you don't feel the fucking dark energy looming around their situation. Like it's like built off of sadness. Like his brother died. He was like heartbroken. He's newly sober, which like, I'm not saying like, you know, like, I'm happy for him that he's sober. Like, I I hope he's, like, emotionally doing well. Like, 
I'm happy for him getting his life together and like figuring out the kind of person he wants to be and everything but it feels like he just like zoomed immediately into this like very serious relationship she was just like waiting there like finally like (laughs) someone will like marry me lock it down like my eggs are ready let's go yeah and it just feels like icky to me and I it's kind of hard to explain it just feels like depressing yes I um I fully agree and I don't like want to like if they are in love and like I'm we're wrong or something, but the evidence of their love is just literally them saying, I love you so much, Carlito. I love you. We've, we've had this six year relationship. They, they're basically, you know, what's that called? They're, they're rewriting history to say yeah. this is almost like a relationship this entire time yeah. to like add more evidence that they should be moving as quickly as they are. And I haven't just seen like the actual love between them other than them just talking about how in love they are like yeah. no actions behind yeah it. their dynamic is just like yeah they just like she jumps into his like arms like they just like compliment each other constantly major like, pda too which i understand because they're in the they're in the early stages still but it's almost like okay too much yeah please and then yeah like whenever they've had um you know any like disagreements recently it like doesn't go well because if he speaks up for himself she gets pissed yeah and when they had the fight i forget when it was with danielle or whatever and Lindsay's like you should have said this to her like how could you have not brought this up or whatever like carl is rationally explaining his side and she's like he's like what she said mattered to me and it made me move forward and Lindsay's like well how could she just gets it all like uh i don't know she just does a such a bad summary of what he said and is like you know, really fighting with him in a in a very bad way. But she's also drunk. Yeah. Like she's she gets drunk and she started drinking again. And then when she's drunk, it's like her I don't know what her like argument brain just completely goes out of whack and she can't like articulate her feelings at all yeah. and she misreads everything that he said and, and yeah, that was that was hard to watch a yeah, little bit. Yeah, she doesn't uh yeah, she has a very one sided point of view and like everything that Danielle says, she really kind of, like, refuses to accept. Yes. Like, she kind of, like, pretends that she's, like, listening, but then it, like, immediately, it's, like, such a shallow, like, acceptance that, like, it immediately, like, goes wrong because she doesn't, like, actually listen to what she's saying. And, like, I'm very scared for next week of Danielle getting really upset that she's not part of the engagement because she's just going to get steamrolled. Like, the entire internet is, like, how dare you make their engagement about you? And I'm like, but can you imagine if like your best friend, the one you've been like riding or dying for, for Mm -hmm. like 10 years and the other guy who was also your really close friend that you dated first, he goes to ask her to marry her like a mile from the place that you are. And he didn't like go tell you first so that you like, yeah. And he already told Kyle and he told what's his name? The Uh, new guy. You told Chris. (laughs) What's, is it is Chris? That yeah, Chris. The Marine? Yeah. Remember he told Chris. at uh, Sierra's party? Oh, yeah. He pulled them both aside. Yeah. And I'm like, if Chris found out that before me, I would be like, you just, it makes you feel like an asshole. Like, yeah. you just feel like worthless. And it, and it, it fully, um, I f- I'm like struggling for the right word, but it fully exemplifies why, what Danielle has been feeling this entire season about how she feels left out from their love, left out from their relationship. And then this happens and it's like, of course she's not going to feel happy. You haven't, you haven't 
made her a part of this thing with you all. Yeah. And so she's skeptical of it. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to see what Robert uh, has to say next week, even though their relationship doesn't pan out. But Oh, I don't, I, yeah. I mean, I don't care about news spoilers, but I just found that out. Like, So they're not dating anymore? No. Oh, I yeah. liked it. Yeah, it was definitely, you can tell this season wasn't going well, but yeah, so sh- her and Robert aren't together anymore, and Maya and uh, Oliver aren't together anymore, um, and then Sam and Corey are still together, so. Do you like Corey? No. Okay, good. I don't either. <laughs> he, like, disgusts me, <laughs> Yeah, honestly. I can feel fully validated and <laughs> not enjoying him so far. I mean, Corey, you might have a beautiful spirit that I haven't seen yet, but season two of Winter House, I was like, you and Craig need to go to an insane <laughs> asylum, and I never want to see you two again. It You're was... breaking glass. Oh, my God. You're, like, causing people to bleed around the house. You won't <laughs> clean up. You're, every time you're wrestling, like... Dude, it was, watching yeah. him with that girl that was a meta real estate agent, uh, what was her name? Oh, the, who was? Oh, Jess. The, oh, yeah, Jess. Watching him like torture her and yeah. her being like so dumb. Yeah. That I she know. thought they were going to be like exclusively dating by the end was like some of the most like hard to watch yeah. stuff I've ever seen. Winterhouse so. season one was so nice and fun. Everybody was like having good, you know, romantic relationships and just you know partying and then season two was so awful <laughs> like dark vibes yeah. like he's like i like to gaslight women until they're out of their minds and yeah. like they get really horny and like insane because i had a lot of sisters and female cousins and so i learned <laughs> how to do this with women or something whatever he yeah, says he's like i wear pearls so that they're like confused about <laughs> yeah you're yeah you got <laughs> it i'm definitely confu- i'm definitely confused <laughs> by you <laughs> yeah so anyway i mean maybe i don't want to be too harsh on him maybe you have a secret beautiful side that i haven't seen yet but mm-hmm. for now you know. I don't know about that, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely a red flag that he was introduced through Craig. So yeah, did you um, did you like what's your? Th- this is probably the last thing we'll say on our summer house <laughs> minute, but um, what's your Danielle like opinion throughout the series? I really like her. Um, Jimmy's like obsessed with her. That's like, so sweet. He's like, she's so nice. Like, she's pretty. She's just, she's the best. Like, he just likes her so much and. I like her too. I like I'm afraid that she's not portraying her emotions in a way that will translate well for the audience. Like I think she's valid in everything she's saying, but I think it's getting a little muddled where the way that people are receiving it, I'm afraid that like I want her to be vindicated yes and i'm afraid that she will not well when she said like in the seat the upcoming preview for next week when she said like um oh god what does she say she's like she's like they can live happily ever <laughs> fucking after like she's just pissed I, I, like i was fully on her <laughs> side i was like i get why you're mad about this whole thing like everyone is a little skeptical of this relationship and you're just letting your feelings be known and i i feel like she's validated so i'm excited to see that yeah i i'm sorry i that engagement made me want to fucking gag sorry let's let's <laughs> anyways that let's, was the summer house well, let's 20 talk about minutes because, but, but we're really <laughs> never going to get to this summer house era until we do like recaps yeah um and, and we can specify in our breakdown that we talk about summer house way longer than yeah. we thought but yeah i didn't feel anything from that proposal like you know we sort of mentioned that or we talked about it but it it it, it fell very flat yeah. to me just no, that's how i feel about their entire relationship like it's just like dead inside like 
I don't know. It just feels like very like plastic and like Carl seems sad and like everyone, I feel like the people that have, in my opinion, the wrong take online are saying like, they're like, you know, accusing people like us who are judging their relationship on like being mad that he's not like fun anymore because of drinking. And I'm like, that's not it. He just seems like detached. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not uh, disparaging the relationship because he doesn't seem fun <laughs> anymore. It's just that he is—he feels so sad, which I totally understand. And this relationship, just uh, yeah, I, I am not seeing this actual like beautiful love that they keep talking about between. Yeah, them. it just feels like they're like checking the box, like they want security. And he's like, "I'm a new man now. This is my new life. Like, here's my wife that I will have." And she's like been begging for like security for so long and like she froze her eggs like she's like needs to do that soon yeah. like it just feels like very like the clock is ticking like let's just like do this thing we already live in the same building let's just move in and pay thirteen thousand dollars a month yes. rent i loved seeing their like they it seems like they're doing more manhattan you know midweek scenes mm -hmm. you know which i kind of liked like sierra's one year anniversary i liked you know, yeah. them all going. I like seeing them in Manhattan. That mm -hmm. would be a great way to, I don't know, spin off the series or whatever. Like, their life in Manhattan, to me, was pretty interesting. Yeah. At least, I mean, I don't know, on my first watch. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I'm just, like, I'm concerned for Carl's well-being. <laughs> yeah, me too. I mean, he seems, uh, you know, very sad. I hope that this relationship with Lindsay is, is born out of some love. Um, but there is some like glimpses that he like he physically needs her like if you're watching like when they go <laughs> like on the when camera his knees buckled before he <laughs> proposed and she had to catch him yes exactly <laughs> and then he was just like just hold me right now which is you know sweet typically yeah. that would be a sweet scene but also I feel like it's like there's some there's some deep trauma there obviously and he like physically needs Lindsay you know yeah. near him during this time which is that love or is that like needing the support of someone who really yeah. loves you during a hard time yeah because like she was really close with his like mom like she was like in their family mix kind of so yeah. it kind of almost feels like he's like marrying his like sister like someone that's just like very comfortable with his family that's like you know i don't know it's he just said that specifically oh, he in the second season or third season he's like you're like my sister who i want to fuck <laughs> do you remember that no. he's like wearing lifeguard attire or something i hope i'm quoting that accurately I, i'm almost positive he said that exact quote so uh, <laughs> was that after he finger banged her yeah i think so it was like the lead finger up blast. to their yeah and i can't believe they had that like fourth season like actual start of a relationship that was just like shut down and nipped in the bud and then for this to like come back it's, it's very interesting i haven't seen anything like it on yeah. a reality show so yeah Ugh, i'm not looking forward to their wedding and all that it's just gonna be like shoved in our face is that going to be on this like are they going to be filming their wedding this season of summer house so next year we'll see it i assume next year like i don't know that's gonna be great because <sighs> like i love kyle and amanda like me too even though he cheated on her i let him slide on that because <laughs> mm -hmm. i love him so much but like they have like a dynamic in place like she can tell him to like shut the fuck up like he loves her like he's willing to make sacrifices for her but like within reason the love is illustrated between them i clearly see it i yeah I, I clearly see amanda and kyle's love through their actions and what they've been through and how they talk to each other and that is just not at all what i'm getting from yeah carl and Lindsay. yeah and i also enjoy that 
Paige is so like reticent about making a commitment to uh, Craig because I'm hoping it means that she'll get out in time. <laughs> yeah, is there? It, it, you've seen all of Southern Charm, right? Yeah. Is there good? Is there good in Craig? Because from what I've seen from Winter House season two, I was like, this is the one of the worst human beings I've ever seen <laughs> depicted on television. It does he is? Are there? Is there the charm that I'm that I haven't seen on Southern Charm of of his that he's gotten like worse over the years? Like maybe he was okay at the very beginning, but he was literally like twenty five. Um, and he was in a relationship with someone on the show for a couple years, like in a serious relationship. Um, and he just became like, after like during their demise and like after their breakup, he was just like rotten. And then I know for a while he was like, <laughs> he had to like wean himself off Adderall. So I think he had like Adderall rage. <laughs> <laughs> well, when was that? That's in Southern Charm. Yeah. I want to see that. Um, like, there's like one reunion where he's just being like a petulant child like Andy is even like dude like what's wrong with you and yeah then, I think Andy referenced that on like one of the the reunions on on a uh, summer house he's like D- you didn't take advice from Craig did you Paige <laughs> about uh, the reunion yeah he's just like pissy and bitter and then yeah. yeah I think it's like the next reunion when they reference it um he says that he's like off Adderall um oh, good but yeah, he's like just ugh. yeah, his like faults. He doesn't have anything that redeems them on the other side. Like, I'm just like, I want the best for Paige because I think she can do better, and I think she'll always have to like answer to his bad behavior, mm-hmm. which like sucks. Yeah, yeah. I I mean I consider Paige one of the like coolest people on Bravo, and yeah. I have not seen that from Craig yet. No. <laughs> so I'm you know. I love that she keeps it real, and I love that she sees Lindsay for who she is. Oh and like, yeah, I love. I lo- say it out loud. Yeah, it is great that the <laughs> flare-ups between her and Lindsay have been like so good, which yeah. she just gets fed up to with Lindsay. I mean, the fact that like Lindsay doesn't really get along with Paige and Amanda, <laughs> and but they've been living in a house for <laughs> five summers or however long Paige has been on the show. It's like that's really interesting that they have to like just live with Lindsay. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's yeah, her, her and Carl. They're having glimmers this season of Carl having, like, a sparkle in his eye, like, with, like, the boys. Like, that boys' night when they're hazing Chris. Yeah, when they were... Like, that was fun. Yeah, they were smacking his butt. Yeah, I was like, he still has personality. He can still have fun. And he had fun at, like, the cowboy party. Like, I was like, he's still, like, in there somewhere. But, like, you don't see it much with her, honestly. Yeah, I totally agree. But you know who you did see beautiful, pure love between was Andrea and Lexi. Do you remember that scene? when Lexi, I love him. Me too. That was so sweet. Lexi is talking about their early relationship and like the, the you know, the things they went through or whatever. And she just breaks down crying. Yeah, I saw their love. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you saw their love in one second. And yeah. I haven't seen any instance of that from I'm Carl and Lindsay. I'm obsessed with that scene when, I think it's when uh, Danielle like, almost throws a candle at Sierra and in the background Andrea's just like crying because he's like heartbroken yeah and he's then like Luke has to take him outside and he's just like so upset and like crying and then uh my favorite uh quotable is uh at one point he calls Paige little baby Paige yeah so sweet (laughs) I love that yeah I was I don't know why I was like resistant to Andrea at first I was like what's going on because this seems inorganic like who is this person but he really um I really warmed Everybody up to him. Everybody loves him. Yeah, he's so sweet. 
he's act you know he's funny i like i and i love that little glimpse of him and lexi's relationship that was so yeah. sweet so no, i was happy to see him for sure well we just clocked in at 60 <laughs> seconds so that's the summer house the summer house minute, minute. yeah oh, the timer <laughs> just went off 60 <laughs> seconds okay um do you want to talk about did we have any other news up front before we um, recap one sad thing pump is closing pump is closing um officially amy and i knew that there were you know whispers that pump was closing right where where did we hear that it was just like through the grapevine uh, yeah we had total grapevine uh info where it was like it was like bubbling up online and then i think someone a friend of a friend told you and then um but then we went luckily we did go one uh, month ago i I just saw okay like yeah is there an announcement of a closing date i didn't see that july 5th okay so we have some time we can go back like one yeah, more time. she wants For one pride. Yeah, yeah, she wants one last pride there okay. to honor Pump's legacy. Uh-huh. And so, yeah, let's go. We yeah, have to go. Definitely. Yeah. Um, no, I, uh, yeah, I feel like it would be insane if she closed before pride. So, um, yeah, so 4th of July, too, but we probably won't go back for that. But definitely Pride. We'll be there anyway. Yeah. So we'll say goodbye to Pump. We'll blow out one of those candles. <laughs> um, maybe she'll let us take an olive from the olive oh, tree. Yeah. I wonder if they'll have like a, like, giving, what, I don't know what I'm trying to say, blowout goodbye sale, and we can buy like some <laughs> like ugly pink chairs. Yeah, I think they're going to have a total blowout sale <laughs> at Pump. Yeah, we can buy some of those chairs. Nicolene like chandelier yeah oh that'd be so nice they probably will have a blowout yeah i'm glad that um it's a nice like round out that she made it last 10 years do you yes i totally love that do you think so in that article it said that lisa is now opening two more vegas restaurants because they they love her in vegas they can't get enough i mean it's like such a slam dunk like that's exactly where she needs to be because like it's like a little bit of a gag like when you're in vegas you're like what like dumb thing can i like do tonight yeah. and like going to a housewives restaurant is like the perfect thing yes what's that called gimmicky you said yeah. that yeah um yeah it is perfect for her, but do you think that the revelation at the end of this um season before scandal was going to be that she, her and ken are packing their bags and moving to vegas and, oh, and i can't even imagine that one of my wonderful wonderful uh tiktok followers said that ken bought a property in in vegas that makes sense and if they have tax four, free yeah is it yeah nevada that's why people keep moving there oh really they have no taxes and there's a new mansion tax in california so oh so I lisa and ken see. are getting out <laughs> they're going where there are no taxes i don't know i mean i think that might be what that tearful sad lisa goodbye is that they're maybe ending their Ooh. it's either about pump or well I'm, these are just predictions but it could be about pump it could be about her moving to vegas part-time because oh. wouldn't you want to be near all those vegas That'd be a spin-off i mean yeah they should certainly i mean if they're going to be there all the time it's so weird i mean yeah i feel like people are buying like property in vegas and i'm like i would just want to live in like a suite in vegas yeah like y- you mean like in one of the hotels yeah like the flamingo room yeah <laughs> Yeah. Well, I can't wait to go back to Vegas. We'll get the inside scoop once we're there where the next Lisa restaurants are. But let's all we'll, we'll go to pump one last time on Pride and yeah, say goodbye. Yeah, for sure. Um, I wonder if there will be a see you next Tuesday before then. I think for sure James is going to try to um, uh, he canceled one, you know, when he went on Watch What Happens Live. I think for sure before the reunion, he's going to do one at, okay. s- at Sir for sure. Yeah, I wanted to go. So 
Yeah. So then one last little bit of news before we get into this week's uh, episode is that the finale trailer leaked. Some, oh, yes. Some Bravo intern or <laughs> Bravo adjacent person had the had the one of the drafts of the or what's that called like one of the edits yeah. of the trailer and leaked it right fully because it was a little the original like leaked version was a little different from what they ended up releasing yeah there were three small little changes uh in the in the leaked one it, Raquel says we to Tom she said we wouldn't have done this if we didn't think it was all worth it and I was like whoa <laughs> like are you kidding what like this is the plan and and you guys, that means that they're going to continue their relationship and it was all worth it for them to start cheating or whatever. But then in the Bravo sanctioned one, it's like Raquel's like, this is the worst thing that's ever happened to <laughs> she us. She goes so like, this did not go well. This did not go well. Like so it's it's went from a positive statement to a negative statement about yeah. Raquel. And I'm wondering why they softened the blow. Like, like why, why did they not want Raquel to look so terrible, right. you know, right now? Or yeah. I mean, whoo, that thing, I had chills. It's yeah. harrowing. Mm -hmm. It's especially, like, piggybacking off of this week's episode of, like, Sandoval starting to get caught in his lies and just, like, essentially, like, giving up on, like, even trying to be a good liar. Has like, anyone ever been more caught in a lie than <laughs> how, so he is, how he is caught? caught in the multiple yeah. <laughs> lies that he's telling in this episode it was like whoa yeah and then like in the teaser like ariana's just like so like it's you know part of what we have already seen but like she's like so enraged and then he fights back which i'm like oh my god i can't wait to see how this Re nets out ariana we finally learned what ariana said when when they had her you know screaming but with no sound she goes uh what does she say it's it's not it's not about fucking Raquel or, or she said like, stop talking. I don't give a fuck about, about Raquel. And then she goes like, your friendship is bullshit. And then Sandoval goes, no, it isn't. Yeah. No, it's not. <laughs> oh, you know everything. I'm like, whoa, you're screaming back at her. But I think he says like something. He must talk about Raquel so much, like his yeah. friendship with her and how it started. And I was like, I don't give a fuck about fucking Raquel. Yeah. Like, this is what you did. It doesn't yeah, like, matter. Shut up. Shut up. She says, I regret ever loving you. Wow. The 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 Ooh. hammer that like a regret ever loving you. Like that is she so pulled out the big guns. Oh yeah. And then there's like a quick clip of like her and Lisa crying together. Um, then we see the big bombshell is you see some like Nike slides walking up <laughs> it's queen Kristen. so yeah it, tapping her fingers together in delight in delight <laughs> in, in, in revenge she's gonna get revenge seek revenge on everyone who has wronged ariana i loved it i mean yeah I, i'm with that and with Kristen on watch what happens live it's like Kristen, the door is open for her to come back on, yeah, on vanderpump rules that would be awesome yeah she was saying on watch what happens that she only wanted to do it if Ariana really, really wanted her to be there. And she said that she did. So she participated. Ariana was like, hell yeah, get over here. Yeah. And Andy at one point during the show was like, you love being back in the mix, don't you? And she goes, I sure do. <laughs> I loved it. I was like, be honest. That was that was so great. Yeah, yeah. She's like poised and ready to go. Like, I feel like being like a podcast host since, you know, I don't know how long has it been like five years she's had that podcast like the sex love and what yeah. what happens uh I don't know I I really don't know I, I, it's I been was a while gonna, yeah but so I feel like she's like more like media trained than ever like she would be so great back on the show and I think 
it would be what we need because I mean we can get into the new episode but we were kind of saying like what would this season have been for not if it didn't turn out to be Scandaval? I think that's a good question to just talk about now because why talk about in the middle of the episode I th- or our recap it what would this have been without Scandaval? Exactly like you said, it would have been about the Schwartz and Raquel and Katie drama for a really long time. So boring. So <laughs> boring over a kiss that was like the biggest flop I've ever seen. And you know that I guess, you know, before they stitched on the final episode, which is now the finale, which is all the Scandaval aftermath that they filmed, it would have been the something about her sandwich launch would have been the previous <laughs> finale. Right. And then that means means that the Christina Kelly Heartspring event would have been the penultimate episode. Yeah. And it would have ended with Katie and Schwartz's <laughs> relationship dismantling even more. It's just like this would not have been a very great season. Yeah, the penultimate episode is Christina Kelly's face mist. And the finale is a Greek uh, a Greek salad sandwich. <laughs> Where Jay- they show James eating and he goes, mm, this is very good. You know what I think? prediction could be totally wrong call me out if i'm wrong any anyone can call me out but i think the original idea for the finale was going to be schwartz and sandy's opening uh-huh. they couldn't make the target deadline even though they're in the middle of the season and they're just like schwartz and sandy could not get it together yeah they, the kitchen staff is revolting yeah. uh, the booth guy is quitting brett is firing people left and right greg is pulling his hair out and so they couldn't make that august 31st deadline yeah. or whatever it was going to be so then they had to they're like, what is a similar way to end it? There's something about her <laughs> They're sandwich. like, go to Jersey Mike's yeah. and get like five sandwiches and we'll put a little pop-up table yeah. and we'll wrap it with like twine. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then it, so, so then, uh, Adana, it, it, to me, it makes more sense. Hold on. We got a little bit of a uh, plane going Joe around. Biden it's, is overhead. Yeah. Is it's he? actually LVP. Oh yeah, I was gonna say Bravo producers are swarming in because we're getting too real and we're we're taking a peek behind the curtain. Bravo SWAT team. But I think they had to push up. There's something about her launch in general. That's why maybe some nothing has gone on, and that's something about her space uh-huh. because they weren't ready to fully go into the something about her storyline. Right. But they had to pull that to the forefront because they wanted a similar closeout to the season. So instead of Shorts and Sandy's grand opening, it's something about her launch or whatever it's right. gonna be. They should like. Does Bravo then like pay the rent if like they're like we don't want you to open yet? I'd be like, okay, well, can you pay rent because it's been like a year? Yeah, we have a lease, <laughs> or, or you know, or, or who knows? I mean, we might have to look into it if they actually did get the lease at that time and it's just been sitting there. I right. can't imagine they're just yeah s- letting it sit there for six months without any activity. That's another reason I wanted to go to see you next Tuesday is because I want to see is it still totally empty the way it was a month ago. Yeah, me well, me too. Yeah, what's in there right now? Uh, there's just those sandwiches left over from the <laughs> moldy, yeah, finale Greek party salad sandwich. So, but do you think that that's? Do you believe me that theory, or do you think it's just yeah, complete I bullshit? Yeah, I was talking about that last night about um, how it seemed like Schwartz and Sandy's was supposed to open by the end, and they like could not do it because, yeah, they just kept targeting that date. Which, like, so on the newest episode, it has just recently been Labor Day, so. We're in September, so they're like a month past their, a yes. few weeks past and their I think goal. they're filming way past where they normally film. That's why we had never seen Lala's birthday on camera uh-huh. before, because she's a September birthday, uh-huh. and they never normally go into September, uh-huh. so something, yeah. something's going on. Yeah, and then obviously they extended it for yeah. the additional. Well, I guess one thing that season 10 would have had is that uh, Sandoval is um, 
laying the breadcrumbs for him to break up with Ariana nobly. Uh-huh. If he had not been cheating on her with Raquel, I think his season arc plan was to break up with Ariana mm-hmm. and maybe uh, show off the relationship with Raquel at the reunion. Yeah. Potentially. That was like the original plan because every scene now that they are showing of Sandoval as him with Schwartz, yeah. who is a willing participant in this manufactured drama Sandoval is talking about how Ariana does nothing for him right, and, right. and and how dumb and annoying he feels and then you saw in the preview from next week he's complaining about their intimacy or right. whatever so I fully believe he planned on breaking up as part of his season storyline at the reunion just like how Raquel did with James when they broke up on the reunion I think Sandoval would have said Ariana and I are no longer together but then everyone found out about him and Raquel too early right. yeah no, I mean, oh God, I mean, we'll get into the details, but like, I'm not defending him in any way, but like, based on like how she's doing at this point in time, he like actually like could not break up with her. Yeah. I like mean, obviously cheating's a billion times worse, uh, but she was, she does not seem to be doing very well she, at I this mean, time. She specifically says, I am not doing well. And I mean, yeah, yes. who would be? I mean, it's 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 tragedy yeah. after tragedy. I mean, I can yeah. never imagine going through those two things within a month of each other, and then Sandoval breaking up with her. Uh, I get what you're saying, and he he said that in the yeah. Howie Mandel interview. He right, said which he, I don't want to like validate him, but like, and he keeps bringing it up, which is like, okay, well, you're not the martyr. I'm just saying, yeah. like, wait, Amy, no, let's take a moment to validate <laughs> Sandoval and say that we've completely switched sides, and now we agree with Sandoval completely. Team and Tom, he's, team, team Tom, Tom, team, team Tom. Tom. You guys heard it here first. <laughs> Amy, and I just fully switched to Tom Sandoval's side. <laughs> but like, you know, I'm not even sympathizing with him. I'm just saying, like. If your relationship is, like, slowly, like, going into the ground over the course of probably, like, a year or two, and then just as you're, like, rounding the corner on, like, considering doing yes. it, this shit keeps happening where you're like, fuck, shit, god yeah. damn it. Yeah. Like, now I really can't because that's too fucked up because she needs support. Yeah, um, I mean, well, his, um, his love for Ariana must be fully in the tank in the on yeah. empty because he has no remorse for what she's actually going through from what i've seen especially yeah. when her grandma dies yeah he's just like i don't even want to spend time <laughs> with her at the house to be with her during yeah. this time yeah um so to answer your original question because i don't know if we fully did would season 10 have been good without scandal i think the answer is no <laughs> yeah it seems like all the juice is like any like Easter eggs of like us inferring what's to come in, in this episode. I'm just saying it, even the Easter eggs and even having a full scandal outbreak timeline could not save this episode for me. I mean, do, should we just get into it? Yeah. Um, so how, how did oh, I'm going to say, I'll say my thoughts after you. Cause I haven't heard your thoughts at all. Okay. How did you feel about this episode? I mean, it's hard to compare because last week was so strong. You and I were <laughs> like riding high last week. We loved life. It was so good last yeah, week. Yeah, last week was like old times. Like yeah. just like so much was happening like on screen. Like I feel like this episode and like a lot of the season, it's like stuff that's not happening on screen. It's like stuff that's being like inferred or like 
related to something that we already know in real life. So it's kind of just like exciting because of what we already know. But last week it was like, no, this is like on screen. Like this is like new like lore being built, yes. you know, like they're laying exactly. down the tracks. Yes. And I don't, I don't get much pleasure from the Easter eggs uh-huh. viewing. I want an episode to be a good piece of entertainment on its own. Right. And this was just, Ooh, I'm starting to see the little clues of Santa, but that's not fun. I mean, that doesn't make a good episode. To right. Me. It's also like now I try to usually not watch the sneak peeks. I know. But like the Ken thing was like maybe the best part of the whole episode, which like we had already seen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like, again, I enjoy watching it no matter what. Like I enjoy myself. Um, but yeah, definitely a downgrade from last week. And then looking forward to what we're going to get in the future. It just feels like I want to get there already. Like, like, can we just like say it all out loud? Like I am tired of tiptoeing. Um, yeah. But this feels like we're basically as close as we can possibly be to like the rails falling off and like Sandoval just like basically giving up and like it's crazy. Yeah, you see him give up on his like lie at the end of this episode where he's just like, I don't know. <laughs> I can't even defend myself right now. But yeah, I I um I didn't have any pleasure watching this episode. <laughs> I knew probably 20 minutes in when we're still on the glamping uh, stuff. Yeah, I was, was like pretty boring. I was like this is boring. And then I didn't like how they edited in the scandal thing it just made no sense to me them right. rewinding and fast forwarding <laughs> and I, I hated that and i didn't understand like we talked about this but lisa told ken uh, i mean the timeline is insane <laughs> <laughs> raquel showed up to i guess can we get into it because that's like the beginning yeah, yeah, of the yeah. episode or was so, there well just i guess general thoughts before yeah, yeah, we yeah. move in and do a deep dive because we'll t- we'll talk about that but I just thought this episode was so boring. If you have an episode that is comprised of two big events and one of them is glamping with Raquel <laughs> and the second one is Christina Kelly's heart spring event at the end of the episode, that's a stinker. I am, <laughs> I'm calling it. That's a stinker. And even though they laced Scandival in here because they're starting to know and they like they yeah. wedged that in, it was so confusing. Yeah, it yeah. should have been like they got a confessional. Lala was in a confessional and this is after she knew and she talks about her realizing in real time instead of it being a scene between her and James where they're rewinding and fast forwarding how this drama started to yeah. erupt. I just thought it was no, the I hated worst. That. It, like, it was both like so it was like convoluted and confusing. Like yeah. it was just like like what? And then they kept cutting to like other events that like weren't on Yes. the show but yes. i'm like well what was that dinner? when lala is telling yeah lala is telling lisa about the labor day thing it's like when was that scene filmed yeah. and where's the fast and there forward? were like multiple throughout the yeah. episode like references to scenes that aren't in the episode it's just like yeah. huh like, so yeah so generally I, I thought this was a stinker you were okay with it but you're you're it was a come down from last week yeah i would say okay. um yeah it just feels like we're it felt like they had to like insert these items so that we can land on their like reshoot stuff yes post scan i would have almost yeah i wish that they they could have almost just scrapped this episode and said you know fourth wall break this is how we when we learned about it and this was the original arc of the season and then now we are i mean i know they couldn't have done that but one of the 
cast members could have done something like that. But yeah. it, this just felt felt very shoehorned in yeah. that, that scan of all stuff. And then the rest of the episode was so boring. It's not even about it. I mean, yeah, I don't. It was called Lady in the Glamp. <laughs> yeah. Lady in the Glamp. So a play on Lady and the Tramp. Are they calling Raquel a tramp? Maybe so. <laughs> what is up with these titles? Yeah, kind of whack. Um, so it's Raquel's what twenty eighth birthday. She's yeah, she's still she's the only one still in her twenties. Uh, Sheena says. <laughs> yeah, uh, which is funny. Like yeah, like so Sandoval's like, what is his his real age? We think he's forty one. He's forty one, but every article says he's thirty nine. Yeah, so it's like when they're hanging out, it's like there's a 41-year-old at a 27, 28-year-old's birthday glamping, which is like, well, all right. Uh, to me, <laughs> goals. <laughs> I, I, I know we don't like Sandoval now, but if I'm a 41-year-old, I'm hanging out at a fun glamping party with 20-year-olds. Mission accomplished. Well, one 20-something. Yeah, right. <laughs> the it's rest of them are straight up 40. But so, um, yeah. yeah, so they all like drive together. They're all just like smiling on the way there, which I will say... I would go to that place, the glamping place. Oh, it I have looks the opposite. Fun. Oh, I have the opposite take. <laughs> <laughs> so, where yeah. do you stand on camping and glamping in general? No, I like the idea of clamping, clamping and glamping <laughs> and and uh, doing all that kind of stuff. But I thought that glamping place looked like shit. They get to this big <laughs> like a dirt bag of shit, bag of shit, like Raquel looked when she showed up to the Sir meeting an hour and a half late. <laughs> I just thought it didn't. It wasn't very scenic or beautiful. It was like a dirt patch. It was a dirt patch with their animals that you're feeding with their pumpkins. It had a twelve dollar firewood. I paused it. <laughs> quiet time at ten p.m. It was a it was a king size bed and a queen size bed in two of the different yurts. I didn't like that the owners were like with you the entire time, telling you when. They're like, hey, children. Yeah. Fire time. <laughs> yeah. So I guess I guess it also it's just a little bit of is just my response to this episode. I'm like down on it, but like, well, it was also hot. Like the peak of a heat wave season. Like I bet you, I was just up in that region like last weekend, uh, and it's so green. So I bet like if you went in like spring, like a little more springtime, it would be pretty. But yeah, like I imagine it was like very hot. Well, what? It, so what did you like about that glamping vibe? <laughs> um, I mean, I just like camping anyways. Okay. Um, and then, um, I thought that the food looked good. The homemade ranch. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> what do they make? They made cheese bread. They made some meat. Yeah, there was like roast chicken. And um, I don't know. It looked fun. But again, I was also saying like there are like a million places you could do something like that. Like yeah. I think that one was like three-ish hours away. Um, like you could do that in Joshua Tree. You could do yeah. that. But it seemed like they skimped on the glam a little bit. It wasn't that glamorous. <laughs> Just camping. Yeah. Right? I mean, besides the big, nice tents or whatever, the rest of it was yeah. pretty, I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm not the best judge of, <laughs> of, of that. But it was, it starts with little, we, it, it was too long. I already knew yeah. it was too long when we were watching them smash pumpkins. They're, right. They're with the animals. Well, they kept adding like weird, like the, whoever edited this episode was like looking for, I don't know what, like trying to do something special like so like when at they first get there schwartz is like where can yeah. i pee and they're like you can pee anywhere and for some reason they like do like his point of view where like where he his pee. vision like they add like an effect like he'd pee in the sink or he'd <laughs> pee like I, I, it was like is yeah, that it was a like, thing that was like, he pees everywhere I don't, it was like pee that's cam. like a kyle cook thing yeah i know yeah and i like that about kyle but I didn't understand, yeah, why they took a little um, detour to show where Schwartz could pee. That felt like a waste of time. I was like, anyways, next. I mean, that's. That, then, I mean, I felt the. I 
to me, the whole glamping, besides Schwartz's passive aggressive jokes about Raquel cheating with taken yeah. men, were it was it was so boring. I could not believe the twenty minutes of the episode were dedicated to this glamping. Yeah, it's trip. like then we spent a few minutes with like the animals, which wasn't very interesting, and then yeah, the pumpkin and like everyone like Sandoval does like a ninja spin because he always has to be so extra with everything he does. And oh, he did this sort of thing where <laughs> you spin around to create more force and then you throw it down yeah that was so like that's of course exactly what he would do and then exactly what ariana would do would be to just drop it with no energy whatsoever (laughs) i'm just like i poor ariana she has to go she has to go on this trip with raquel who she thinks is her friend and then she has to throw pumpkins on the ground and feed these animals and she's just in the you know so sad about everything that's going on i just felt so bad for her they call out sandoval in the closed captions saying when he says anti-climate anti-climantic yeah he says mantic yeah instead of climactic which is the right way to say Yeah, they called him out on that yeah Um, jimmy made a funny Jimmy made a funny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you made it funny while you were watching. <laughs> he was saying that uh, Sandoval got the ick when Ariana couldn't break the pumpkin. <laughs> I, I think you're probably right. He was so bummed out that Ariana couldn't do that. And then he was Ariana's like, "Come like, on!" Yeah. And then Ariana was like, "I don't smash pumpkins or whatever." Which I was it was like, just like so like she's just so sad. It's like so sad to and watch. Then, and then they they uh, we're about to go to the next scene, right? Oh God. But she she goes she. Then she finally smashes her pumpkin and like they feed it to the things and she goes, wow, they love it. But it was just like, it was so, <laughs> so lack of any enthusiasm. Or it yeah. Was just like, it's just like, girl, like, why don't you go like have a rest? Like, yeah, it's fine. Um, yeah. And then we have to go to Lala's new office, which I'm unclear on what she needs it for. It's like it's empty. And she's just like putting things on display like one by one. She was like, uh, hey, Schwartz disparaged my business in the last episode. That's going to affect me feeding my daughter. So we have to do a scene where I show off my new robes. And we have to have a full <laughs> scene dedicated to give them Lala. Um, but I didn't notice what Lala was wearing this episode because I'm starting mm-hmm. to try to look at their wardrobe more like you, just uh-huh. so that because I always just don't notice that. And I kind of liked what she was wearing it a was black blurred, beanie. Wasn't it? <laughs> a black beanie. She had this uh, amazing blur shirt where it had this blur effect on it. And then I think just normal pants. I was like, okay, Lala, that was okay. It did have like buckles. Yeah. Like she always has to have some bell and whistle on what e- she's wearing. Yeah. And then James comes in and she goes, did you know that uh, we've got robes launching? They've got a hood and they're some of the most comfortable robes you've ever seen in your life. He goes, okay. He was like, uh, huh. Okay. Um, which I'm like, what is this business? Like, I feel like she buys those on like AliExpress. And then just like, <laughs> what's AliExpress? It's like the like international like it's basically where you buy things for cheap from China. Do you know that we are literally taking food out of Lala's child's <laughs> mouth if we <laughs> disparage any of her clothing? I'm just like, <laughs> what are these? Like, is there even anything on the robes? Like, they're just seafoam green like granny robes. Like, what are we talking about yeah. here? I have to give Lala credit because she is pushing the Scandaval snowball down the hill it's and true. letting it accelerate. And she's her predictions are yeah. amazing. Unfortunately, very astute. But uh, when I saw we're at glamping and then we're at Lala's <laughs> office, I go, no, not two stinker scenes in a row. I know. I was like, why is James there? Like, what? And, she, and, and then Lala is like, James, you know, are you doing good? And he goes, yeah. And she goes, uh, and he's like, the beach day didn't turn out to be, you know, what I wanted or whatever. And she goes, 
I was sort of mad at you for throwing the drink in Schwartz's face, but he was so embarrassed. Or like she's getting a <laughs> thrill from how embarrassed yeah. Schwartz was, which is exactly the same thrill yes. you and I had yeah. watching it. Um, yeah, and then it just goes into that whole VHS rewind okay. bullshit. So, so was this is this a post Scandaball scene that they used as a container for the the Scandaball drama footage that they have because who knows i mean it probably yeah. could be yeah it felt very like added on and then but yeah like we were saying before like they had all this other footage to cut to of that conversation happening and then is this the first does labor day come up in this conversation or is that later uh it comes like, up in this conversation at the very end do you want to go through just the timeline because i'm so confused and Maybe if we workshop together, we can like <laughs> clearly lay out this timeline unless it's yeah. too boring. Let's try. Okay. So <laughs> Lala says to James that Katie was at Lisa's house, which we don't know also if that could have been a pickup scene after Scandal. We don't know at this point. Right. We don't know how if how they're trying <laughs> to organically wedge in the drama in in this season to make it seem like, you know, I, I, I don't know, to make it more organic when we get to the the right. finale but i mean basically every single part of it felt like tacked on yes felt tacked on it was the wrong way to to wedge scandal into this season i'll just say it i know it was a hard task almost nobody could have <laughs> done it but i had my hopes that vanderpump rules could do it i don't think they did it well but she says to james that the, the rumor or it's not yeah. even a rumor that that raquel slept over at sandoval's house after you know after partying in the jacuzzi with him and schwartz yeah and then he's like, how did you hear that? And she goes, well, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I can't even, yeah, it's hard to go into. <laughs> Katie heard it while she was making sandwiches with Lisa, which I'm like, that was an inorganic scene. So the fact that there are inorganic scenes within the Scandal drama, it really makes the whole thing seem less legitimate, even though I know it's yeah. true and this really happened. But having these like inorganic scenes where the information is filtered through made me skeptical of everything, even yeah. though I know I shouldn't be. Yeah. But so then Lee. Ken comes in and we love that Ken came in. He goes, he goes, he goes, uh, he goes, I can't believe that Tom Sandoval had a sleep. What does he say? Yeah. He's like that. She stayed over overnight in the jacuzzi as well. In the jacuzzi as well. All night. Yeah. And then, and then Lisa goes, yes, I know. I just told you that. And Katie's like, what? Yeah. And, and then th there's that other woman there that we don't know who it is. <laughs> and then he goes, okay, Marky. And then he leaves. But, so Lisa had just told Ken that a day ago yeah. Raquel came late to another <laughs> inorganic scene where they are trying a out the new. tasting with only Raquel and Charlie. And, yeah, right. No, yeah, <laughs> of the Guillermo. Yeah. yeah, right. Guillermo, Natalie, Lisa, Charlie, and Raquel. What tasting was this? Like, <laughs> Charlie was waiting for an hour and a half. The only two remaining cast member waitresses. Yeah. Like, so that was another, like, Lisa, you know. Do you think it was for Argentine Beef Week? I think it was. <gasps> I think it was to make sure that Argentine Beef Week was going to be a huge, huge <laughs> hit when it came in March. Don't you think? Yeah, they had to make sure every they had to put in their beef order oh, that's, well in advance. That's amazing. Yeah, I it do. had to come all the way from Argentina. I, oh, you think that was what it was? <laughs> they put it on like a freighter. I think so too. I think they were getting. Well, I wish we would have. I wish there was some indication that that was true, like an Argentinian flag. I think flag. there might have been beef on you the think? table. Well, can we we should watch again. 
If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yeah, I mean, let's let's take a pause and we'll watch the episode and we'll we'll declare that. But, but we have to watch the entire episode. Yeah, so we just take a full 45-minute break. But it was it was so strange. So Raquel rolls up looking like a bag of shit an hour and a half late to her sir tasting with Guillermo and Natalie. So did, Which, by the way, she looked good she i know I, fine. I, I know i tried to look back i was like did she look bad no she looked totally fine and then raquel is like she's also a horrific liar she, she's like <laughs> she has to explain to lisa what she did the night before because she's late which i don't right. think in any other world it you have to explain no she was like i spent the night at tom sandoval's but nothing happened and it's yeah. like bitch I just said hello. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and then Charlie has a great moment where she goes, oh, it's just you three? Hmm. And she doesn't let anything know on her face that she's skeptical of it, but you know Charlie thinks it's the weirdest story she's ever heard. Yeah. Which was great. I was wondering why Charlie wasn't at the glamping trip, because her yeah. it's her only friend. Yeah, she's kind of, they really just treat her like, she's like the producer's pawn. Like, they she's, just, like, drop her where she's needed. She's the Sir Link. Yeah. Like, so that Raquel can have someone to talk to at Sir about the right. drama. Well, but, she was at the beach day, so. But yeah. this this Sir tasting, I was like, you can't you can't have the best thing that's ever happened in Vanderpump Rules history and then have a element of it take <laughs> place at a Sir tasting that makes no sense. Raquel and Charlie were there to taste the Argentine Beef Week <laughs> a year early <laughs> and make sure that the beef was good enough to sell with Guillermo and Natalie. So Guillermo and Natalie were literally waiting for an hour and a half and Raquel showed up late to a scene. Like, Yeah, that's the thing. I'm like, I'm like, what's the writing on the wall? Like, are you guys talking about filming or are you talking like is this fake like yeah i don't i don't know so so raquel says something like um to lisa she's like yeah you know it was it, i was drinking i went on the couch so i slept on the couch and then it's like and and lisa's like i forget she's like you know it looks bad or whatever something to that effect yeah like it's i the- loved actually lvp called um ariana described her as his wife yeah I know. which i love that she got that upgrade i like that too i think she said yeah i i, I definitely noticed that i think she almost said it like twice yeah, yeah that she was-, was like you're an attractive young girl his wife is out yeah. of town and i was like that's respect right there because that's like i feel like when I tell people about Scandal that don't know anything about it i assent- i say like he's her wife like I mean, just call 
her and his too. wife for all intents and purposes. Me, me like, too, because it, it it lends the gravity of like their of how long the relationship has lasted for yeah. sure. And 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 so Raquel's her Raquel's lie lands like a complete thud in front of Lisa. And Lala says, "You know Lisa Vanderpump. She can smell bullshit a mile away." Which was like, <laughs> okay. uh, is that true? I mean, I. Yeah, I guess she smells. I don't know. Does she smell? I mean, she definitely asked like a million questions. And then, so then she FaceTimes the Tom. So did they end up having the tasting? Because it, it starts to fast forward. And I think Guillermo and Natalie. I don't think Raquel tries the beef. Oh, yeah. So, right. She didn't. I don't think so. So then, yeah. So, yeah. So then Lisa. Uh, Sorry, what if they just made her like eat like a giant plate of beef like <laughs> the like boy eating chocolate cake in Matilda? Yeah, where they're like now you have to eat it all. She has to eat the serving that was for all five <laughs> like of a them. Side of beef. Yeah, that would be great punishment for Raquel. <laughs> so then Lisa immediately because she sniffed so much bullshit, she calls Tom and Tom and Tom. Yeah. are on the FaceTime and they're laughing and giggling <laughs> and they love so much that Lisa is like calling them about this. They're like Raquel just showed up. She looked like a bag of shit. They were like, ha 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I bet she did. <laughs> they're like, oh my God, Lisa. And then he immediately, she's asking him about if she spent the night, etc. He immediately does her number one pet peeve, calls her dude straight out the gates. He- she goes, I'm not dude. He can't stop calling her dude. He calls her dude five times. Then he calls her man. Then he finally calls her Lisa once. Come on, dude. And then he's like, she dipped out. We get our first, uh, she dipped out. And she's like, what does dipped out mean? He goes, she literally like dipped out. Like, I don't know. But so he's saying he's he's using dipped out as an ambiguous term for that she went to bed at his house. Right. But, but she, she knows that the implication would be that she left. But he right. says dipped out to it's mean like, both. Yeah, he's trying to like cast like confusion like so that you're like, I don't even know what you're saying right now. Like he wants people to just like give up on trying to understand and Lisa keeps being like, No, like what are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, she says she says Answer the question. Did Raquel <laughs> sleep over? And he goes, yes, she did. But, like, I have tons of people, uh, you know, sleep over at my house. Yeah. And he goes, and she dipped out onto the couch, which is true. Like, he says, like, it's true that this happened. They, like, actually couldn't have handled this more poorly. Like, because that, I believe, like, I think that is true that he has people crash at his house all the time. Like Ariana agreed. Like she wasn't weirded out by her being in the jacuzzi or crashing or any of it. Like that's why I'm like up until this point, like them dancing at the Abbey, like her doing the jacuzzi, sleeping over. Like none of that is even necessarily a red flag because that's the way they behave with their friends. So like if they would have just acted like it was the way it always is, Maybe, you know, not saying I wanted him to get away with it, but he just was so suspicious. Yes, he he was so suspicious. And I'm wondering, I had this question like uh, underlined or whatever, but like what were the vibes like at that jacuzzi party with those three? Right. Like Schwartz at this point knows that uh, that Sandoval and Raquel have kissed. Uh He's kissed Raquel. Yeah. Like she clearly likes both of them. Yeah. So they all got drunk and they <laughs> left. What, what party did they? They left the beach. Yeah. They're all drunk as hell. They must I, be so fucked up at that point. Sun soaked. Like yeah. you said. <laughs> They're all like after the beach. Like I no- mean, look how they were acting at 
Tower 12. So yeah, they had a post-Tower 12 party. That was, and it took, it takes a full, more than an hour to get home from there. So just, yes, so just speculating. This is fully alleged, like, just you and I talking about it. Like, they went, they, they, they were drunk as skunks. Their sun soaked from the beach. They go sit in that little jacuzzi, the three of them. They must be talking about, like, Raquel and Schwartz, like, is she, I'm just wondering, like, is this was did the affair start or uh, or I mean, because the, the assumption is that Sandoval and her would have had sex that night. Right. 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 But we don't know. We don't know for a fact. But I mean, like what? <laughs> I guess I'm just wondering what happened there. What do we think happened there? This is the start of an is affair. Is this that, the first? So remember, like in the very beginning of Sandoval, everyone was talking about like she was staying at their house. Like, is this what they were talking about? Or did is there? an actual did she actually like live there for a while or is that not because she has her own apartment so yeah i assume that it was like after the james breakup she was there in solidarity but i think this might be what they're talking about right she was staying in the guest room and he came in except wasn't the original story that like he said he was getting her water or something i mean who knows if that's like true his everything he says is so phony baloney but yeah i'm like dying to know like uh, i actually don't want to know what it was like that night like (laughs) It sounds so gross. <laughs> but so, but this is Schwartz's official, like, he's in on it now, no matter right. what, right? I mean, there's no way that Sandoval and Raquel and him were in the jacuzzi. And, like, I don't think Sandoval would have to feel like he can't be honest about his is attraction like, for Raquel. I, am I just, like, I don't know, painting a picture? But, like, I can't actually imagine it not being, like, a super horny vibe with the three of them. That's I'm trying like, to be I as feel delicate. Like they, like, I all fucked. <laughs> I'm trying to be as delicate as I can here, and not. This is all. A, it's not even alleged. It's just speculation, which is you're. We're not. Like, you don't I feel get like tr- she kissed like one, and then the other, and then. I'm just saying she's attracted to both. Uh, like very attracted to Schwartz. She's already made out with Sandoval. They're in a hot tub. I mean, I guess. I, this is like Ariana was was thinking about the same situation was like, it's not weird. But now we know that Sandoval and Raquel had, you know, a relationship before this. But I mean, yeah, I, I just can't I'm not like I feel like it had to have been like a disgusting display. I think <laughs> this is going to be so sick. I mean, Sodom we, and <laughs> I think it was a full blown pardon your ears if you are a sensitive listener cover your ears right now i think it was a full-blown fuck fest between those three i think sandoval and raquel were having sex in front of schwartz and he's masturbating oh, no. <laughs> no i'm just These kidding visions. yeah i'm just kidding but they're i'm just wondering the most innocent version of this is that what they actually said was true but there's no way that Sandoval <laughs> didn't continue his affair with Raquel while she's in his house. And right. they're both drunk and they've already hooked up. Yeah. The, 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 the question is, is Schwartz implicated? Because at this time, I think you have to assume he fully knows everything that's going on. He already knows the kisses happens. He probably witnessed flirty vibes at yeah. least. Yeah. And then, and then he does full damage control for Sandoval for the rest of the episode completely. Yeah. He's just, yeah. Yeah. And then... um like yeah they showed um i think maybe they show this later but like there's like a basketball hangout with all the boys where they lie about it then yeah brock brock asks he's like did raquel sleep over she didn't right because that would be you know she obviously didn't and and sandoval just goes yeah like he just lets (laughs) him make that declaration uh, for him yeah, at that point, Schwartz is like, the optics, we were worried about the optics. Yeah, we were so <laughs> worried about the optics, and it's like, yeah, the optics are horrendous. 
Yeah. Um, okay, so. And then what about the smoking lounge? Oh, yeah. Exclusive the weed smoking, weed smoking lounge. lounge. Um, our friend Mariana <laughs> revealed while we were watching that apparently that place is owned by Woody Harrelson. Oh, really? She has tried to go before. Oh, oh wow. Um, okay, yeah. But yeah, that was interesting. I uh, I also don't want to be hanging out in that scenario. Just <laughs> Sandoval and James high as fuck, like pontificating. Yeah. So so then so that was the third lie because he lies to Lisa. He lies to Brock. He lets like Schwartz lie for him. He lets Brock answer the question for himself and doesn't say an honest answer about whether or not Raquel left. I mean, he lies to to Brock, I guess. Then he then he tells the story to James but he says it so again so elaborately that it sounds fake he's like yeah then she dipped out and then James is like wait did she leave you just said she left and he's like no 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 she dipped out to my room my guest room and James is just you you see James's face and he's just like he's like okay it's just like yeah I'm like stop talking like what's wrong with you yeah. like it's like he's going like the opposite route of like like try and add so many details so that everyone's confused and can't quite pinpoint the lie. So we can officially call Sandoval a horrible liar, right? Yeah. And he's like, one of the worst liars right. I've ever seen in my life. Remember Kristen used to always be like, he's the best liar I've ever seen. And it's like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> he is? Or Has he just... gotten worse? I don't know. He, he is like a very bad liar like in this episode completely. Yeah. And I did want to say, so obviously the Labor Day party is a big, you know, um, point of contention here um yes. but the first person i heard about that from was Jax. Jax. Jax knew something he was, was there yeah and, and he was talking about how um sandoval said he couldn't get a ride and he was like but people were coming and going all day and i was like wow like Jax actually spilled the tea on that which i wonder if bravo was kind of <gasps> oh yeah oh hey sorry we just had a little laptop thing or we're fully good screamed yeah, yeah. <laughs> um Jax, like spilled the tea on that which i wonder if they were mad um and then also um oh lala was saying um the last time sandoval was this excited about a girl or talking about them this way was when she was talking about ariana while he was with Kristen, and they yet again played the, go the golden yeah. nugget clip the abridged version yeah though, it was a little shorter but he they still say, leave it in yeah he doesn't say i love that place but he goes the golden <laughs> nugget which yeah. is is great and then james sort of um, you know, adds some ambiguousness to this whole scenario. He says, what if, you know, Tom and Ariana are just distant? He doesn't say open relationship, but he just says, what if this is a part of their relationship? And Lala says, something ain't right. She yeah. goes, I call it like I see it, and something ain't right. She's like, come off it. Yeah, she said that exactly. <laughs> um, um, Okay, so it quickly touches back at clamping just <sighs> because it wants us to oh, die. No, but Raquel screams. I forgot my makeup bag. <laughs> and they're all like, oh, my God. They really treat her like she's, like, 12 years old. I know. Like, they're just, like, she's, like, their little sister that they've been, like, tasked with, like, entertaining. Yeah, her friend group just felt so sad. I mean, especially, obviously, in this new light. But yeah. I was just, I felt so bad for her. <laughs> yeah. And then Ariana's talking about her granny. And she starts crying. It's really sad. And then Brock, uh... He consoles her is very sweet. Like she says that like she misses her and wishes she could talk to her. And Brock says, I think you can, mate. She's here with you. And I was like, he's so nice. I love that. That was like the sweetest thing to say. Like that yeah. was really, really nice. But she him. really just like, I mean, like you said, she says in the confessional that she's like not doing well and barely hanging on. But like 
you could just like really tell how like bleak street it is like she's just like has no energy whatsoever and just seems so like dejected and like i just I, yeah i feel bad that she even has to do this at all because it's like yeah. but it's like maybe it's good that she was like out of the house and not just like totally like you know in bed alone but like it's bleak street yeah i mean a lot a lot of it is i i feel like she has she wants to be a part of you know this season for with good reason you know this is like a show where she's a cast member and she's just trying to pull herself together through these scenes but you could just tell like just how bummed out completely she is you yeah know? like even in the confessional which i don't know how much later that was but she just yeah so bummed out and then um <laughs> back to the robes <laughs> oh really? What, do we, we go back to the robe? Well, they have a little bit of a moment just where they lie again completely about the uh, optics and like Brock's like you right. lied to me and I mean we already got into it or whatever. But Ariana is like fully on on their side. She's like it's not a big deal at all. We always bring people back to the house in right. the jacuzzi or whatever. But it's just more of where you just watch them lie and you see their reactions to lying. And, and right. Schwartz is a much better liar than than sandoval yeah i know there are multiple instances during this where like ariana keeps being like yeah no like that's not weird to me or like yeah. i don't care about that or like that didn't bother me like she says like 10 different times on this episode that like something that people keep bringing to her attention Isn't like didn't bother her yes and i'm like i want to say that she's like chill and like trusting but i think it also has to do with the fact that she just like does not have the energy to give a shit yes. like she's like i don't fucking care the w yeah <laughs> later in the episode when she has to confront katie about spreading the open relationship she barely has it in her she's like i know i have to talk to you about this but <laughs> whatever yeah like everyone keeps trying to like hold her accountable or like hold other people accountable yes. for her yes. like with lala mm -hmm. and like lala's like why didn't he come home and she's just like she was like i was fine with how it transpired that day like <laughs> yeah just yeah like, can we move on like yeah. i don't fucking care seriously so yeah so we can now sorry but now we can go back to that robe <laughs> the robe scene. photo Christina shoot Christina kelly gets to you know really um you know shine in this oh scene God. where she's there well i mean what are the highlights of this scene really well, we learned we learned that Satchel was traumatized by what he witnessed, but who knows? <laughs> Why were they all so mean to you, Katie? <laughs> I think that's the first. Now that's the first feeling I've heard that first Satchel quotable. has. Yeah, so at least I learned something that Satchel felt, you know, <laughs> but it wasn't very descriptive in any way. No. He was just traumatized. Yeah, and uh, yeah, Lala is making her friends pose in the robes and the head towels and with her books uh in the bed um we get a little sneak peek of heart spring um christina kelly's you know beauty brand and it's i'm just gonna say it looks like shit <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a bag of shit <laughs> it looks like i just made it with my like <laughs> I scraped a bottle of like suave hairspray and put a sticker on it that I printed out with my Epson printer, <laughs> glued it on. Yeah, I mean, I am just so dismayed at Christina <laughs> Kelly's involvement in this season. I, I, I say it all the time. I know Christina Kelly is a good person. I know she's fun and vibrant for her friends, but Who I do cares? not. Who cares? Yeah. I, I just, I, I can't see that on Vanderpump Rules anymore. No. And she was saying, she kept saying, I love this. I love what we're doing. Women supporting women. I love scenes like this. She didn't say that, but it's literally like 
Christina Kelly, you love this. I don't like watching this. We're like, all all in one, you get a robe, an ugly robe, a spray bottle filled with like mist water, and then like a sandwich that has yet to be seen. Wait, you think the robes are ugly too? I mean, they're there's nothing special about them <laughs> from what i could tell there was nothing even on them they have a hood okay congrats so, so they 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 wedge in this product placement for both christina kelly and lala by having the remarks that katie said about the open relationship be negated by katie saying she never said it right lala says something interesting which is like hey let's not discount open yeah. relationships she's like well well, well 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 um either you said it or you didn't but now that it's out there let's yeah let's she goes, get into it yeah she was going when i was going down on ariana in the back of tom's car if he was parked or he we were yeah. in his bedroom he would have definitely like you know something could have happened so let's not just like completely throw open relationship out the window right. which is an interesting perspective I and mean, she was there for that sure yeah i mean that's certainly something that is definitely lending to the idea that they have a sp- a specific sort of understanding you know of because like for some people that would maybe be like a deal breaker but for them it wasn't um but uh and then lala tries to have a quotable where she goes like you know, I'm just saying, like, if you're, like, best friends with a man and you're upset and you've had something to drink, you're sitting on his face. <laughs> yeah. I, I was I, like, oh. Yeah. I <laughs> that was a Lala quote or Lala peek into her brain that didn't work for me. I didn't understand it. She goes, if you've got a friend and he's been su- a male friend and he's been supportive for a long time and you get drunk, you're going to end up sitting on his face. I was like, okay. Well, That was her, like at like the like comedy club like she's like yeah and if you got a chevy pickup truck you might be a redneck exactly it was like yeah <laughs> she was trying to give them la la a little bit right then i don't know if it landed <laughs> fully um christina kelly goes please guys for the love of god i'm having a heart spring event soft launch for my <laughs> new lemon scrub oh, it's gonna be at the garden at tom tom will you guys please go i think it'll be completely fun Lala's like this is the penultimate episode are we sure we should do this <laughs> And Christina Kelly's like, yes, this would be so good for the show. And then Honestly, that was it, right? The f- I'm just, uh, Christina Kelly is like, like, just sprinkles like flop dust on every scene that you know, she's in. You it's know, like, pe- people very close to me in my life, I won't say who, really love Christina Kelly. And out them, dox them. <laughs> no, who, I can't. I can't. Who it's just, could dare? But it's, I get that she is a good person or from what i've seen i do not care (laughs) right i know but (laughs) as far as a cast member on vanderpump rules i cannot believe that she got to be a friend of this season and this is what she brought yeah like i have said this before but like people some people in support of ariana and katie being out of their toxic relationships keep posting things like like the new season should be like just the girls like thriving and i'm like i literally want to stab my eyeballs out with this pen at the thought of that being what's left of the show amy's just so for (laughs) the viewers amy's holding a pen and she is very close to stabbing herself in the eye i got amy don't do it it's okay the scene ends after two minutes it's it's not not too bad they immediately they cut away from them so quickly i'm gripping the pen so tight it's gonna break in half like i'm just like that's not the point yeah that's not what we asked for like we came from a place where we had Kristen Doty, Jax Taylor, <sighs> DJ James Kennedy. Like, that's what we're talking about. We're not talking about, like, a sandwich restaurant 
run by like happy no women no we want the beach scene and tower 12 but with Jax and Brittany <laughs> and Kristen and Stassi and for that to happen every single episode yeah yes. like no like they can get a spinoff if they want on like Discovery Plus about like sure. a sandwich shop or whatever but like that is not this show no so yeah so whatever Christina Kelly era they're trying to have please pull back from it um <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I'm, I don't know what else to say. And then we go back to glamping, and I'm watching this episode, and I'm going, God damn. I'm like, glamping, then give them Lala photo shoot, then oh give them Lala, then glamping again. I was oh like, no, God. how long did this glamping last? Yeah, and it's like we're immediately back. at like It's like Sheena and Ariana talking where you're immediately already like, Ariana doesn't want to have this conversation. Like, Fully I don't zapped. even want to watch this. Fully zapped. Sheena is is running wild with the rumor and lie that Katie is the one who said open relationship. When she has, she's heard this now secondhand from Allie, and it wasn't what she said. She's conflating what James said about it and putting it on Katie. Just yeah, full Katie smear campaign. If I yeah. was Katie right now watching this, and I know they're friends now, but I'd be like, Sheena, God damn, you really, <laughs> you really went to you know oh, to yeah. town with that yeah. rumor. And I love that they show the text from Katie to Ariana. And if you look at what Katie's previous message said, it just said, hope each day is fun. I I wrote, <laughs> I love seeing Katie's texts. Anytime they show Katie's text on screen, I'm like, what the hell is Katie writing? They're, it, it's the They're longest so long. text. She has every thought in the world in them. It's like, I just love seeing, like, the, yeah. along with the rage text. Like, I oh, just yeah. love seeing what Katie I know. is writing. I, like, to had her. to pause it. But, yeah, I love that, like, Ariana's so, like, not problematic that, like, her previous message, I literally considered, like, I was like, is that even real? Like, that seems like the show put it in of, like, I hope the beach day is fun. Yeah. That's I'm like, so sweet. who says that? Yeah. That's, so sweet. that's what Ariana wrote. Yeah. That's so sweet. Yeah. Um, and then it cuts to, I think is the confessional Ariana. Uh, I don't remember, remember. I think it is the confessional. She says that um, Raquel is, has been a delight since the day she met her. Yes. Which like just time and time again in I this episode. See, I would love to see these delightful Raquel moments that everyone else has seen that I have not seen one instance of ever of her doing anything interesting, saying anything funny, saying anything witty. Like where, where, where are these great Raquel moments? I know. It's just like, yeah, she got to like, quote shine in this episode like you know she got a lot of like time camera time yes and it was like none of it was great so we're at the dinner right <laughs> where she knocks over the homemade ranch yes and that's causes my first note Raquel she, drops homemade ranch but it, she didn't it didn't pour out all over the floor they still yeah. were able to access <laughs> like it like everyone was like Raquel! yeah they were kind of being like silly they were yeah. like she spilled all the homemade ranch yeah and then she immediately bites her lip She's just like falling apart at the seams. Total <laughs> flop era. She's losing her makeup bag. She's spilling over ranch. Yeah. She's biting her lip. And then Schwartz does his the best decoy thing I've ever seen because at this point he knows Sandoval and Raquel are doing something, right? right. And he he says out unless it's a passive aggressive joke to get Sandoval to like claim what is going on. Right. Either one, you know, is wild. But he says Raquel has a taste for taking men right in front of Sandoval. At this moment, do you, do you believe, is it true that he knows that this is an ongoing thing? That Maybe. Has... Yeah, I don't know. It felt kind of like, yeah, random. And like, and the way that he phrased it was also confusing. Like basically said, everything everyone says this whole episode is confusing. He goes, she bites her lip. And then he goes, 
that will exacerbate her taste for blood. And then Raquel goes, a type for blood? (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, I thought you meant like vampire status. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I I know. (laughs) And then he goes, no, you like taking men or whatever. So we have to assume, I have to assume, that Schwartz knows now. uh, He obviously knows that something happened at at one point between Sandoval and Raquel. But I believe if if our um, uh, theory about how horny the jacuzzi was he knows something actually happened he's trying to cover for his friend now so do you say a joke like that in person in front of everyone to deflate it so that it would be like he would never make a joke like that if he knew right or is it the is it the opposite is he trying to make a passive aggressive joke because he can't stop making an uncomfortable joke and it's like putting a spotlight on sandoval yeah i feel like schwartz is like still trying to play into the raquel of it all like you know it comes up shortly after this but about going to christina kelly's party he's like you could go as my date so that's an innocent version where he's not doing either he doesn't know anything that happened between sandoval and raquel yeah i mean i don't i never know what the hell he's thinking he's just like everyone seemed to think it was funny sandoval certainly was laughing very loudly at that joke but okay while we're talking about that that um that jacuzzi i just have to make sure is it okay that i said that sandoval and raquel made love and schwartz jerked off while watching or do i have to bleep that (laughs) i'm gonna make you live with that we're gonna keep it in there are people who listen to this who might not want to hear that but is that okay? This is an R-rated podcast. Is that all right? We check the box not for kids when we post it. Okay. I, and I did give a warning where I said cover your ears, right? Yeah. If you're a sensitive listener. Okay. All I right. will never unsee that right. image, I just, but... I just can't not... I, I don't want my whole... Uh, like, I don't want to keep thinking that I said something wrong, but you think it's okay. I mean, to be fair, the entire scandal of this season is about a video of him masturbating of, of Sandoval masturbating. Oh, right. Okay. So, so it's in the, it's in the ether of Vanderpump rules, which was already disgusting enough. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So <laughs> I don't know. I'm just like, yeah. I hate everything about this Me too. dinner. Me too. So boring. Pe- what's your peach pit? The James breakup. I still have no idea what happened in James and Raquel's relationship. Yeah. She broke up with him. She had a nightmare. She said in the reunion <laughs> that she had a, she was having nightmares about marrying James <laughs> and that she finally, they, oh, and they hadn't made love, she said, in six months uh-huh. or since he called her, he sent her all those rage texts or whatever. But was that before or after he called her mom a fat bitch? I, that was uh, before, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, we learned a lot. Okay, I guess it's actually pretty clear why she broke up with <laughs> James. Yeah, okay, but then, um, yeah. But yeah, she, you know, she's saying she's proud of herself. Um, and then the, and then, uh, the guy, uh, he had been under the table, one of the guys who runs the glamping, <laughs> and he goes, children, fire time! He makes them all get up from their dinner and go by the yeah. fire. Uh, but first, but right before that, oh, Sandoval's sorry. like, I'm so oh, yeah. fucking proud of you. Oh, my God. <laughs> he's shaking the table. He's going, you are badass. I've never seen anything like it before. You're a badass motherfucker. I love you. God damn it. <laughs> you, you are badass. <laughs> and he's like shaking the table. All their stuff is going everywhere. They're all like, whoa. He's like, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Fire yeah. time, children. <laughs> Come on That's now, enough. children. <laughs> and then they're by the fire. And... I'm saying this with all love, but <laughs> those cameramen, those producers, those editors did Ariana 
fucking dirty. She was a tired gal. She was just, I think she should have just gone to bed. I, she just looked real, looking real rough, looking real tired, looking real not wanting to be there. I noticed um, that she was tired, but yeah, she was, she was, yeah, hanging on by a thread. She's going, you're in your role model era, but she can barely, to, to Raquel, but she can barely like get it out. She's, she's tired. She's been through it. The second Raquel talks about, you know, like Pageant. has a, a way in to talk about herself and her life. She goes from zero to a hundred of like ugly cry, sobbing face, which seems to happen to her a lot, yes. which seems to be what happens. Like she like just needs to go to therapy. Like yes. she has like no tools to like talk about anything in her life that has like gone astray or been upsetting or whatever. Like every time she talks about anything upsetting, she sobs immediately yes like well yeah you're, you're exactly zero to 100 it, it's a full breakdown and i didn't even really like because i was so mad and bored at this scene i'm like what is she talking about she wanted to be miss california she <laughs> aged out of pageants she'd been on a track record of being a pageant person all of her life and then she got to the end of the road and now she doesn't know what to do that's sort of what she was crying about earlier yeah. in the season yeah and then she was saying she had to select that she wanted to be an occupational therapist because to be in a pageant you have to have like a goal so she just like chose that but then it's not what she wanted and that she's like i had like my life chosen for me from a very early age and i'm like this doesn't really sound like a problem like uh, you're like on a reality show now like figure it out like you make a (laughs) yeah you make a brand like all the rest of them they all didn't have jobs that they you know paths for careers and they've all you know they're doing great for the most part yeah she's just like very like childlike and like she's like my parents are asking me what i'm doing with my life and it's like yeah who cares and she's been so she's been in a mental health facility now for like two weeks or three weeks right yeah i hope she's okay i hope she's okay too um it's upsetting yeah Um, i mean i wonder what's what i mean yeah she definitely just like wasn't mentally prepared for first of all this show at all second of all without james being at the forefront on her own she wasn't prepared for that then she wasn't prepared for like the schwartz drama that she put herself into and now worst of all by no means is she prepared for scandal which is actually you know who would be prepared like you know like erica jane couldn't handle this shit. yeah you know? that would have tested anybody <laughs> yeah yeah and it happened to the wrong person who was not at all equipped for it um yeah um so yeah, they give her Sandoval gives her um, vintage Versace sunglasses from her and Ariana. Um, they get all fired up talking shit about Katie and <sighs> anyone who oh. judges someone for kissing. The, the fire uh, gets like starts burning brighter as their hate <laughs> for Katie fuels it, and they they love saying entitled. Sandoval's mm-hmm. like she is just so entitled, and they're just like talking shit about Katie. These ghouls and Sandoval's like. Live your fucking life, man. You like, do it again. Who cares? Do what you want. Yeah, then you have to tell him to shut up again. Yeah, um, you can tell. Like he like uh, at uh, right after this, um, Sheena's like gets a text from Christina Kelly saying like she can come to my party. Sandoval does like a Michael Jackson like kick, and if you look at Ariana, who did that? Sandoval, because 
Oh yeah, he's getting all. Come. He's getting all. Yeah, hopped and then up. Uh, Ariana's like, you look at her face, and she's just like, "Can you like, yeah, not please. do that? Like Jesus Christ, yeah, like, he, yeah." He's just like please. never ends with you. Can he's you just... not throw the pumpkin like that? Can you not shake the table and say how <laughs> badass Raquel is? Can you not scream at the fire like? <laughs> It, yeah. Yeah, and then and then it culminates this entire horrible glamping. I mean, are you ready for me to button it up? I'm ready. At the at the end of this boring, boring celebration of Raquel of a person that we are not wanting to celebrate right now. We have to watch thirty minutes of that, and then it <laughs> ends with just this dumb galaxy light party in a yurt, <laughs> and they're just dancing. <laughs> And she immediately starts sobbing. Raquel so- starts sobbing about how much she loves it. Which then wait, wait, she sobbed in the tent. Yes. Oh, I didn't see that. She's like in the bed, and she's like, what? "I just love this so much. It's amazing." Oh, we and didn't even say she goes. At one point, she goes, "These are my forever friends." And yeah. I, yeah, which we didn't even say, but like, that's your. Those are your forever friends. You yeah. annihilated this group. She you- starts like sobbing about how much she loves it and sandoval hugs her and is like we love you raquel and they're all like we love you and then so i know we're always trying to identify which drugs they're on but the the tent was giving me molly vibes oh it was giving me shrooms okay but yeah yeah either i mean shrooms i guess i was just thinking like because she was emotional but as we've said she gets emotional very easily i would not want to be on molly out in the i'm not (laughs) saying i've ever done it but i would not want to be out in molly in a in a dusty dirt patch without bathrooms and in the middle of the night be alone. And just that guy's that guy who owns the thing is going children (laughs) go to sleep. It's quiet time now. (laughs) I would say shrooms. They, they, they are not as, I'd be more scared. Yeah, you're probably right. Then you'd be like children. (laughs) Did you hear time? (laughs) I'm putting you in the fire. (laughs) The fire. Yeah. You're right. I wouldn't want to do either. I assume they were on drugs because it was so boring and not fun. This is a drug-free podcast. Yeah, right. We don't do it, but yeah, but I, yeah, I wouldn't want to be on either at that glamping event. So I mean, who knows what they, they were. They also were only there for one night, right? One like, night, it was like overnight, and then they wake up and they go goodbye, everyone. That was really fun. <laughs> bye bye. Goodbye. <laughs> um, okay, so then we get to a very quick scene of Katie with her mom Terry. Yes. Where it is implied that Terry will be working for Katie, which was she joking? I think is that she was, real? I think she's serious. I think she's ready to what come into the fold. What is she going to have her do? I think it's a full circle. Like she says, she used to work at a restaurant with her mom, Terry. And now Terry is going to help, you know, something about her, which makes sense. Well, she I mean, better get hop to it. I know. What's can going she, on? Can we get her in there? Yeah, I know. She, uh, Terry, we need you in there. She can put the ship lap up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dust Terry out the cobwebs. Hard hat. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah, I mean, yes. <laughs> so they're all cute. Her mom's adorable. Then we get to Lala's mom, who Lala got it from her mama. Yeah, yeah. Her mom was really, I thought she was really funny and fun. <laughs> she was fun, but I did not need to see her uh, stick her tongue out. <laughs> I like see. I liked seeing that. I like seeing that. And then I liked seeing that report where she goes, that's what me and Dawn do or whatever. I like that she can have that sexually explicit she conversation with her mom. She talked to her mom about bumping pee-pees. Yeah, she loves saying that. And the mom was like, I get off when you're talking about that stuff. <laughs> and she's and she like, goes, that's what Don did. I was like, that's and they're a perp- like, girl. <laughs> I was like, that was a perfect little 30 second scene. I love that. I haven't seen Lala's mom a lot. Only like yeah. once or twice. And she was she was killing it right there. It was fun. <laughs> certainly a unique <laughs> dynamic. Certainly. <laughs> and then Allie and James. Allie's still in her James is a villain era. Mr. Banks. We get to see Mr. Banks. Yeah, they say it. Well, you can say it. 
What? They go, they go, they go, that looks so good what Mr. Banks is doing right now. And you saw it, and Mr. Banks is just. Why'd you make it like perverse? <laughs> no, I didn't mean it you like that. You were like licking your lips. You're like, that I was still, looks so Sorry, good. I still had some residual, I had some residual <laughs> horny vibes from when I was talking about Lala's mom doing that. I'm picturing you like looking at Mr. Banks and he turns into like a rotisserie chicken. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I wanted to eat him a little bit. No, I just thought it was sweet that they were like, that looks so comfortable. Like, or good. He took that his he's... cone off and, and he was scratching. Oh, I didn't know that. What show are you watching? <laughs> I'll be honest, those three those three quick scenes after glamping took me out. I was like, I am so out Fair on this enough. episode. I saw the cat and I lit up. But yeah, he had just got, I don't know if he just got fixed or whatever, but he got his uh, cone taken off. He was scratching. They were like, that must be real nice. And, you know, whatever. But, Did they um, show him getting the cone off? Yeah. Oh, amazing. Okay. She was taking the cone off. I was laughing too hard with my eyes closed at what Lala's mom was saying <laughs> that I couldn't, I didn't see the start of the scene where his cone gets off, but. But yeah, Allie's making uh, James feel bad about Beach Day. Still. And my favorite thing, I wish that podcasting was a visual medium. We are on YouTube. You can watch us there. But Please. Um, when he's like, <laughs> he goes, sorry. Oh, yeah. I love that. Yeah, he, <laughs> he did a little kissy a little, face at her. Yeah, it's, it's like the kiss emoji, like, sorry. Yeah, it sounds like she's over it. She's definitely like, she was mad at him. Um. Yeah, I didn't feel like he should have apologized, but she, you know, he he felt bad about it. He gives her a little kissy face, and they're over it, right? Yeah, I mean, she it's, seems it's, fine. And then, yeah. um, yeah, he talks about um, in his confessional, like a very valid thing that, like, he's like, I don't miss Raquel. I'm not sad about our breakup, but like, I essentially have lost all my friends to her, which is totally true. Like, she talked Raquel talks about that at their glamping dinner where she's like i know that like i know you all through my relationship with james but we've like formed our own friendship or whatever and i'm like yeah that does suck for james he like finally weaseled his way in after like he had to like claw his way in yeah. over the course of many years yeah and then she just like rolls in yeah and like f has like plot lines hang out with all of them yeah yeah and they spend more time with raquel than they do him really yeah um um all right well are you <laughs> ready for what for christina, christina kelly's, kelly's heart spring event. <laughs> event at tom tom the garden at tom did you tom. know she so she's had this line which is amazing and all these amazing products then she's <laughs> announced a new lemon scrub product which was amazing wow. did you know that wow i mean well apparently i didn't see which products but um well, the face toner apparently <laughs> La uh, last night uh, we were looking on her first of all they're for sale on Etsy that's her sh storefront and she has five total products on Etsy right now what do now. you mean like just five yeah. what uh, the face toner do you want me to look yeah lemon what's it called again lemon Heartspring? scrub it's called Christina Kelly's heart spring event <laughs> let's it's, see it's called Christina Kelly's heart spring products <laughs> I'm just like what is this like so <laughs> uh, do you think that Christina <laughs> Kelly said, I'll be a friend of and I'll provide you with so much blockbuster entertainment if you let me have one product launch event? event, Or are they just so used to people promoting their products on the show that they don't care that, that she's making that one of the things? I'm sorry. I'm distracted. I'm on her page. She has – okay, wait. There's lip balm. There's face mist. Okay. There's – Where's the lemon scrub? Not on here. What? So she's <laughs> she's l getting us all ready to have her lemon scrub and get all excited, and she doesn't even have it on the day when it's announced? There's the lavender scrub. Wait. Do you want that one? 
Yes. Yeah, do you mind purchasing it while we're uh, recording? But wait, why would she get me hopped up and ready to buy her lemon scrub on the night when it premieres and it's not available on her website? Maybe they sold out, but it wasn't there last night either. So there's oat and honey soap. There's... Is she making this all in her bathtub? (laughs) Honeysuckle soap. Honeysuckle soap. Wait, so you've listed four products. Okay, well, okay, there's the lip balm. There's two separate listings because there's one is uh, a tinted one. Then there's the regular. Okay. And then there's the face mist, but there's also a travel size face well, mist. Well, if you could ju- if you could just get me, you know, every item, <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll test them out, you know, um, whenever they arrive. Yeah, but we should get a little prize pack. But I like I like it. when Lisa goes, "What the hell is this?" Well, and she goes, "It's face? a face." What's this? She goes, "It's a face toner. Spray it out and smell it, Lisa." And Lisa goes, "Lisa's like horrified." Lisa goes, "What the hell?" <laughs> she starts spraying it. She sniffs it. Um, Lisa hates every second of it. She's like, yeah. It, she's like, you have to pay me for doing that. She's like, this is ghetto. I hate it. Yeah. Um, and then Terry rolls in, and Terry's a baller because she's amazing. She Schwartz asks her and Katie, uh, is who else is there? Is Christina sitting there too? Yes. Um, well, was she? Yeah, there's I guess. A Chris- third person there. <laughs> Lala, Lala's oh, there because they're talking yeah, shit about Raquel. Lala gets a diet coke, yeah. Um, but uh, Terry orders a Tito's martini, mm-hmm. and she says, "You know how I like it." I like that, but she wasn't being overly cute with uh, Schwartz. She was mad yeah, at him. You could with, tell. Uh, Tommy, Tommy, and then Tommy asks, "Yeah, for all their drink orders." Um, and uh, oh, there's one thing. Uh, so. Sandoval, Ariana, and Raquel enter together. Lala's like, I feel like I've taken a hit of acid, them arriving together. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and then Schwartz, on his way over, asks Raquel if she wants anything to drink. And she says, I want a Madam Butterfly. And he's like, I'm not making that. <laughs> exactly exactly how Jax would have said it at some point. He, he was like, I am not making you a Madam Butterfly. First of all, he's like, what the hell is that? I looked it up, too. It's like a very, like, it's like an orange Aperol liqueur Ooh, drink or whatever. It's like, what sounds the? Sounds good. Sounds good, but what the hell are you ordering Yeah, and him? then he goes like, how about a vodka soda? And she's like, sure. Yeah, that, that was great. Um, did you write down the note of when Raquel walked in what Lala said about her being a very stupid demon. I did write that down. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that my next line is in okay. quotes, very stupid demon. Yeah, that which was is also good. Yeah, that was like, to me, that was like one of the, the highlights of the episode. It was just so funny that Lala has that, you know, like ready to go. A very stupid demon. Yeah, that was really funny. Yeah, um, which is like very accurate because it's like she seems harmless, but she's not. Yeah. But it's like we still to this day don't quite know like her intentions right like yeah how evil is she um oh, one thing i wanted to bring up about so we see sandoval standing at the bar at tom tom and on this week's summer house when they're all getting dressed up for their like latino night they're all dress they dress like sandoval they do <laughs> like that's what it looks like yeah like, Wait, what wears, were they wearing like, remind he, me un- like in a shirt unbuttoned like to the navel basically and then like tight pants with like a little like flare oh, like yeah. he dresses like cha-cha yes. like that's his look yeah totally <laughs> yeah and i'm gonna start noticing outfits more each week and this one i didn't but i did notice that shorts dressed up a little bit but only because yeah. uh lisa really commented on this yeah the shorts and he goes, looked really it's nice. christina kelly's big night i wanted to look good <laughs> yeah it's like heart spring only comes once a year yeah 
Okay, so now we have another depressing low energy conversation between Katie and Ariana. And we which talked we talked about why it's low energy because Ariana yeah. does not want to talk about this shit right now at all. Yeah, which I'm like, uh, congrats to the entire internet that thinks that we should have a show starring these two because this is what you would get. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ariana is normally much more vibrant, but yes, this was this was rough. Katie says, "I never said any of that stuff. I don't know why this is getting back to you." Ariana's like, if we're going to have a business together, please don't say disparaging things about me. Kitty said, I didn't. Yeah. I love you. Issue resolved. One minute. It took one minute. <laughs> yeah. It's over. Squashed. Yeah. And, uh, you know, yeah. Katie deserves that forgiveness. I mean, who knows what she said originally, but right. I don't think she said open relationship. Yeah. There's a couple cringe things. She says, uh, Raquel is one of my closest friends. Like, I trust her and Sandoval. Like, um, and Katie's like, well, I hope she's a good friend to you. Cause you know, that hasn't been my experience. Um, and, uh, Ariana describes their relationship as a bisexual monogamous relationship. And then Katie kind of like throws in the dig She does kind of like Ariana at least doesn't seem to take it as a judgment or whatever, but she goes, she's like, they're talking about the open relationship. She says, it, I'm in a bisexual monogamous relationship. And Katie says, like, yeah, like, I feel she's, I don't remember the phrasing exactly, but she says, like, you're too insecure to be in an open relationship. She said that? She says, like, you've told me that you are insecure. So, like, that kind of relationship wouldn't work. Wow. I completely missed <laughs> that And I'm like, why'd that you little... say that? Yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. I didn't, yeah, I didn't notice her say that. Damn. Come um, on, Katie. Yeah. And then uh, yet again, another like forced moment. Why is James talking to Raquel? They, they don't even they don't even uh, like James doesn't have a conversation with Ali where he says, I'm going to go talk to Raquel or I don't know, or like get yeah. something straight. He just he just sits down to talk to her. Like, yeah, it feels very like they're like, all right, go out there now. Yeah. And, like it's like she was expecting him. It was it, weird. Was this event really going to be the second to last episode? They would have almost ended the season with this event so bleak so bleak and then what what do they say raquel says i can't believe you regret our relationship i can't believe i don't regret uh you know i don't regret our relationship james is just like what what (laughs) is he even saying he's like looking himself on his phone (laughs) making Um, sure he looks okay um he his confessional he goes uh (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he's like, of course I, I regret Richella. It was an epic proposal and it was wasted on you. Amazing. And I was like, hell yeah. That was so great. Um, yeah. I also just want to point out that she sh- says that he bought her that Dior purse for her birthday, which I'm like, James is very generous. Like that's like a $5,000 purse. Oh yeah. I like, mean, I, I mean, I've, we've, I've seen how generous he is. Like we've yeah, seen like him brothers. be generous to the people he loves. Yeah. I could totally imagine. I like um, that. He just forgot. That was like, a yeah, light he didn't even remember. He's like, I don't even remember that garbage. Um, and then she's still carrying it around. So now she's going to have all the gifts from James. She's going to have those Versace sunglasses. Oh, she's going to have her little treasure trove. Yeah. I like when James said, some of your exploration has made you happy and some has not made you happy. <laughs> and he was like, I don't know you anymore. It's like, that's very she's true. She's like, that is the point of life. Yeah, she's like. That's why I do everything I do. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> what. Like, yeah, to succeed or fail. <laughs> right. Yeah, and she's got some failure coming up. <laughs> then we end on probably, I guess, the most interesting scene of the entire yeah episode for me. Um, thankfully, I guess there was one good <laughs> We've scene. We've reached the end. <laughs> We're at the end, right? Yes. God damn! What an yeah, episode. Yeah, it's Lala and Ariana, which. 
you know, it starts off just like a sweet conversation talking about, you know, she's basically like, how are you? And it's it does seem that like Lala annoys me a lot of the time, but she does seem to be good at dealing with like tragedy or like being like sensitive to people having a hard time. Yes. Like even like when Raquel was having her like anxiety attack in like Havasu or whatever, like she kind of like switches gears totally. when someone's like really struggling. Totally. Which is like actually kind of nice. Like I believe that like her text to Ariana was probably like very nice and like she like likes to talk about that kind of thing. Um, which I feel like Ariana's like not really getting like anywhere else. Um, but yeah, she immediately brings up, I don't even know, how does it, the Labor Day party even come up? She kind of just like pulls it out of thin air. Oh, uh, yeah. She says like once. Oh, oh, well, first they talk about how this summer is trying to do. Ariana says, I'm, I'm like, I'm out. Like, yeah, I am not well. She's like, this, I should like fake my death and like leave. Yeah, I don't know how I'm able to keep going. And then I guess Lala says something about how Sandoval couldn't, you know, the story doesn't add up about him trying to leave when her grandma died. Right. And then Ariana is like fully fine with whatever story Tom said at the time. And then Lala starts to point out inconsistencies in yeah. what tom sandoval's excuse was which is that he could have gotten a ride home if he wanted to very easily lala was standing right there yeah and then lala, or ariana's like again i don't want to even talk about this garbage right now i'm not thinking about this tom get over here and explain yourself right. calls him immediately and just says hey you explain this because I, I i have no clue i'm not defending you right now right and then this is this is tom sandoval's worst <laughs> lying attempt ever like, yeah yeah ever he goes what I don't know what you're talking about. What he, per, first he pretends like he has no recollection of this and he doesn't understand. Yeah, what's what they're even talking about? He's like, yeah, I couldn't get a ride, and she was like, yeah, you could. Like I was right there. And then uh, once he's caught about that, he goes, well, I uh, he says something about dipping out again. Yes, he says um, dipping. That's his like lie trigger word. <laughs> yeah. If he's ever saying dipping out, he's lying. And he says, oh well, I kind of figured you wanted to be alone. It's like what? Which like doesn't make sense because she like directly asked him to come home yeah and then and then he goes i didn't know jason was leaving and ariana goes yes you did because you said you were taking a big fat shit <laughs> i was like ah! <laughs> me too i was like wait what tom sandoval said hey sorry i'm trying to get home i'm taking a huge shit right now in sheena's toilet and i can't get a car out of here like what like that was a part of the that was a part of the lie yeah he's like she's like She's like, you said you didn't know Jason left because you were taking a shit. It's like, <laughs> I guess you could just say that about anything. Like, you're like, I didn't know 9-11 yeah. happened. I was taking a shit. <laughs> exactly. I didn't I didn't know how probably uh, a get-out-of-jail-free card taking a shit is. I've never used it as an excuse Yeah, like, you just, like, life. don't have cell service in the shitter. Like <laughs> I was taking a shit for 20 minutes, and I didn't know Jason left. He's and like, then, by the time I was out of there, the party was over. The yeah. sun was down. Yeah, like, and then I, I like, yeah, right. And then I like when Lala said, like, Ariana's like, Lala wants to know why you didn't leave with Jason. And Lala's like, I don't want to know. Yeah. I just want you guys to figure this out in your relationship, which I thought, which I thought was like great. It, like, yeah. it, it yes, it, it, that's yeah, like what a good friend does. She actually wasn't piling on. No. Like, she didn't even like try and like go after him. She no. was kind of like, like oops like i opened that can of worms but that's up to you but she didn't like get into it like usually she would get like fired up i feel like yes she let him just like crumble on his own and let his lies like she was just there to say you were there when or i was there when you could have gotten a ride you know you could have yeah you weren't taking a shit or whatever <laughs> and ariana is like i actually was okay with whatever he said to me 
like at the time like she's over this yeah. whatever and and then lala is like well you can be upset with him if you you know you, if you're actually up, uh, you know yeah, upset like with you him if you wanted him there tell him that you wanted you needed him and there i couldn't read day. ariana doesn't respond to that and i couldn't really read what she was thinking like when she she takes a big sip of like wine yeah and it, i was like does she not want to talk about how this actually hurt her feelings because she doesn't want to like go through it right now or was there something she said to sandoval that made him think that she like that she didn't need him there even though we know that like she obviously right. she would have but i just did i couldn't read ariana in that moment like maybe she's just so you know burned out that she's yeah. like can barely I think even she like couldn't even like yeah. get into it but um yeah uh <laughs> yeah he's just like he he completely yes. crumbles yeah, and yeah. because yeah like uh I think Lala's entry to the conversation was saying that Sandoval told Lala that Ariana was really pissed at him for being there like so like she made it clear Ariana made it clear that she was angry that he could not get to her and he knew that and like ignored it so that's so that's how that conversation so. uh, began yeah, yeah. and then, and then it, it sort of once he he's just caught and he can't say anything anymore and he's too lazy to even try to defend himself anymore it just kind of the music kind of like go like it, it's uh goes down or whatever or whatever they make a dramatic change in the music and he, it just spirals out and he just goes okay like he, <laughs> yeah. he or, or it was some like very like just just yeah he just like hangs his head yeah it's just like defeated <laughs> like like ends on a completely defeated note and then it's just like coming up on next week's episode yeah. i was like wow and she does say ariana says in her confessional that like she's basically like this makes me look like an asshole because yeah, right like i'm his oh, right. biggest stan yes and like he's not mine so like whenever you know like when they first even before they started dating, he dropped everything to go spend time with her when her dad died, which I remember Kristen was pissed about at the time. Yeah. Um, but he was like, I need to be there for her. And she's like, I don't know what's like happened over the years, but I guess like he doesn't like think I'm like worth it anymore or something like that. So sad. It's just like so bummer. Like it's yeah. like, ugh, it's just like beyond like, you know, like, you know, needing to break up. It's like, it's just like so depressing like yeah yeah i mean it was that was a powerful moment just to see sandoval like caught in a lie and see him like barely even able to defend himself see what a bad liar he is see that the wheels are coming off like andy cohen said like sandoval is like not even trying to keep up with this like lie anymore right. so that was and interesting it's like yeah, it's like the ultimate example. I'm sure, you know, the most direct example is when he wants to go to Vegas and like demolish stuff when yes. she's sad on her birthday because her dad has died and he's like prioritizing fun over yep. her yeah. emotional that, needs. Yeah, that was really a microcosm <laughs> of like of this. Yeah, so it's like it's like bro, like you're 41. Like I like to party too. Me Trust too. me. Me too. Like I relate. But like sometimes you gotta sack up <laughs> and go leave the party fucking home wipe. because your wife yeah. is devastated get off the toilet wipe your ass <laughs> finish your use shit use the bidet use the, sheena's beautiful bidet that she probably has <laughs> get off the toilet and go home with jason right um so yeah it's like next time on vanderpump rules sandwiches <laughs> mm. James goes mm, this is really good are these sprouts in here mm, I really love this <laughs> and then Tom is crying about not getting laid to Ariana <laughs> yeah. she's like I don't fucking care and then 
Ariana, like, it seems like Raquel then brings it up. <laughs> Raquel to goes, her. You should be having sex with Tom Sandoval, you don't should, you like, think? You want to bang him. <laughs> and she goes, I'm, Ariana goes, What do you think? You're going to work a 10 hour day and come home and whip your dick out and I'm going to fuck you? <laughs> like, She's like, Not going to happen. And Raquel's like, what? what? She's like, I would. Yeah, <laughs> I will. And then. Raquel goes toe to toe with Katie. Oh, I love it. Yet again, I love Katie it. gets enraged. She's like, "I'm done with you." And then our last peak in the coming attraction is a fight between Katie and Tom in Sir Alley. Sir Alley. The, they expected the final scene of the finale was going to take place in Sir Alley between uh, Katie and Tom, and it looks epic. Looks. I like my brain like fires up when i see that alley i know i know i can't believe they got one more go at the alley a yeah. huge epic oh my God. fight um i did really like when katie was like i am so done with you raquel like get away from me i just like that's how She's i like, feel it's like, yeah please stop like yeah so oh looks God. i mean obviously now like you said we're getting into the golden area era yeah like this is gonna all be great we're gonna love life for the next five weeks but why the hell did we have this pit stop <laughs> in the glamping heart spring world this was the worst episode <laughs> i can imagine on the lead up to scandal that's my yeah thought. i think it seems like next week we'll be hopefully back in action hopefully but, I mean, yeah hopefully damn i mean yeah and i only say this i know there's a lot of bravo producers that listen to us and like <laughs> you know love our takes when we're loving vanderpump rules this is just constructive criticism and i and i know that they were dealt a hard hand because Scandival came in. How do you reorganize right. the season to make this work? But, you know, we got to we gotta call it like we see it, just like Katie. That's right. Um, you know, yeah, we have a lot to get ready for. Um, we have yet again surpassed the two-hour mark. I know. I love <laughs> it. I, I didn't think this episode was going to be long because I was so down on it. But it's too, if you can talk about two hours about something, you know, I don't know. Hopefully it's worthwhile <laughs> and you liked it. We did talk about Star Wars for a long time. That's but. true. The Summer House Minute. <laughs> the Summer House Minute but. might have run a little longer, but that's it, right? We don't have anything else to talk about. Yeah. I think we need to just like gear up for the coming weeks. Yeah. Well, I will say I liked being in person again. I mean, I liked the remote record, obviously, just because it was functional, but it is fun to just know when you're stopping and starting a sentence without a delay. <laughs> yeah. And being in person. Let it rip. With you. Yeah. I liked, <laughs> I liked that. Um, but we'll always do remote records too, if we ever need to, if I get stricken with... If you, you know. hit COVID again. Yeah. Um, yeah. But we love you. I mean, the end note, you know, you can sign off if you don't like us anymore to listen <laughs> to us. And I'm so, I apologize for being so descriptive about the sexual activity of Schwartz and Sandoval. You don't think that was that bad, right? <laughs> no, we're leaving it in. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> but I do want to say, uh, if you want to hear Amy and I even more, we do have a Patreon. We talk about it every week. Yes. But we are a month. We are four episodes into Vanderpump Rules from the very start. We just recapped the iconic Vegas episode of season one. Uh, Amy and I were just going off our rocker, having the time of our lives <laughs> talking about it. And yeah, I mean, no need to, but we love you if you want to. Yeah, join us over there. Join us on YouTube. Uh, we have some fun Argentine Beef Week merch available. I'm yeah. wearing mine right now. Yes. Um, yeah, we have all kinds of fun stuff. But uh, yeah, thanks for joining us again. And every review you leave us, uh, Amy and I cry tears of joy yes. from what you've said. We love it so much, and we've got so many great reviews. We love you. If you like this episode, you know, let us know. If there's anything I could have done differently, let me know. <laughs> but I hope this was fun. Yes, we love you, turtles. We love you, turtles. Now mm. go to bed. Bye. <laughs> this one's for you tonight. 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.